quick note before we get started. Each of these episodes are pulled directly from our Twitch streams, so you may hear some random chimes from our alerts. If you'd like to watch this or any of our other campaigns live, you can do so on twitch.tv slash dumbstackcharisma. Christmas Monday night hunt for the Ripper campaign. My name is Paul, and I will be your galaxy master today. A um, couple quick announcements before we dive in. First, <laughs> hi Greg. There's always one. <laughs> uh, we have a great partnership right now going on with Dice Bard. Um, that uh, if you use the code Dumpstatia, that's C H A, you get expedited shipping. Great way to stock up on that dice, feed that habit, and uh, make sure it gets there really super fast. Aww. Heckin' cool. Heckin' cool. Heckin' cool, yeah. Uh, uh, also, Extra Life is November 3rd. We are going to be participating in a full 25-hour stream with a bunch of one-shots brought to you by a bunch of different people. So a lot of different stuff. Really going to flex our creative muscles. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, we get to save some lives, potentially. If, uh, you can already start down or downloading. You can already start... <laughs> Uh, donating. Donating. Wow. This is a great start. Um, you can already start donating. Um, links will be in the chat, uh, as well as things like our social media and our Discord. And like that. But uh, definitely check it out. Super awesome. Uh, last, uh, I was just informed that September is still going strong. Um, right now, I guess the benefit is that if you uh, have a gifted sub, you can resub for only a dollar, but everyone that you've subscribed to still gets the full effect of it. So that's a great way to show some love right now. Uh, make sure all of your people that you uh, follow and watch um, are supported and uh, know that you love them. That would be really great. Thanks for the host, Maddie. Yay! Thank you. Uh, <laughs> lastly, but definitely not leastly, Tomorrow at 5.30, we've got King's Ransom, our 5e Fallout-skinned uh, campaign brought to you by Nick. It's super fun, um, and uh, we hope to see you there as well. You, sh- uh, you should absolutely be there. Mm-hmm. There's some cool stuff coming. Absolutely. Um, so- Maddie, with the Twitch baby, nine months. Woo! Thank you so much. Oh so crazy. Gosh. So crazy. Thank you. I'm right. flying. <laughs> So, uh, without further ado, let's go around the table, get a quick introduction from everybody so they know uh, what we're what we're all about, and then I will jump into a recap. Just trying to keep up with those notifications. My name is yeah. Dylan. Uh, tonight I'm playing Cassius Telcontar. He's a Claudite assassin. He's very direct and uh, reserved, controlled professional. Uh, always looking to get the job done in the most efficient way he can. And he's a crazy killer. Well, he kills people like crazy. <laughs> but is he a psycho killer? Eh. Hi, I'm Josh, playing Rio Sion, a Pentoran investigator who is the antithesis of Cass, um, and would rather find the most inefficient roundabout way of looking at dirt to figure out who killed the person. Uh, he's also been touched by some unknown entity, um, and has now some sort of 
where the mystery you. power. I don't show know. me on this doll where the touch. Hey, <laughs> hey, we made that joke last session, hey. and it was still funny. And it was still funny. Um, and yeah, it was a single tentacle. Yeah. Right here. One tentacle right in the chesticle area. See, mm. the I know where this is going. Yep. Yep. And I'm Robert. Uh, I'm playing. <laughs> wow. Uh, somebody clip. Somebody clip that in an interesting way and uh, make it happen. Uh, tonight I'm playing uh, Fur, who is a uh, dwarf Wookiee uh, martial artist who punches and kicks things. By dwarf, I mean he's really short for a Wookiee. Normal height for everyone else. So don't tell him that. Uh, or do. He has a chip on his shoulder about it. Anyway, I'm excited to die. It's a nice bag of chips. You're excited to die. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm playing Sonata, a Kuzo trailblazer. Kind of a mid-range support sniper. And I don't know what just happened at the table, but something was funny. <laughs> Classic. Why do you always do Everything that happens at my table is funny. It friggin' happens. Um, friggin'. But yeah, my, my character does a pretty good job of uh, helping other people in cover, taking care of uh, enemy sniper fire, and being unconscious. Super it's not incorrect. <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> Hello. I'm going to wait for this uh, car to pass. And uh, uh, my name is Bjorn. Speeders around here are just crazy. It's out cool. of control. Land speeders, mm-hmm. swoop bikes. Take care of womp rats, Air though. Speeders. So, uh, hello, my name is Bjorn. <laughs> I'm playing Cleaver. He is a Wookiee who started out his life as a pit fighter and then uh, fell in with a bad crowd and then a good crowd and then a worse crowd. And uh, now he's part of Han Jovi, so we'll leave that one. Uh... I thought we were the worst crowd for a minute. You, uh, uh, we are a bunch we're of assholes. We're you certainly might... a crowd. Yeah. Uh, so he also has been touched by some sort of an eldritch horror thing this one's less tentacly this one's more like furnace of hell type thing uh, so we'll we'll see how that goes yes. <laughs> <laughs> rip phone users I don't wanna die uh, we rejoined the group after a tense after a tense and emotional standoff between Han Jovi and their Jedi-in-hiding contact, Zeke, over the apparent loss of one of their mutual friends by the name of Braxis. That, um, uh, however, they were finally able to make an accord. In exchange for the information leaked by Han Jovi, they would assist Zeke in freeing one of his long-term friends from an Imperial prison ship called the Perdition, that is currently in orbit above Imperia. Uh, the friend in question is Leonis Cooper, or simply known as Coop to his friends. A uh, pilot gunslinger who uh, used to run with Cleaver's group and Zeke's group um, before the formation of Anjovi. The crack killers. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, a bunch of assholes. <laughs> they had some heart to them. Uh, however, before they could uh, sit down and devise a plan with Zeke, they wanted to explore all potential avenues and advantages that they might have for this mission. Namely, an Imperial agent by the name of Akla, a Chiss law enforcement agent um, in the lower city. Uh, someone the group pulled from a lethal situation and now owes them a favor. Uh, we rejoin the group midday at their hideout of the Obsidian <clears throat> Agenda, just post the uh, meeting with Zeke as he uh, makes his way out. Uh, with the agreement that he would be meeting up with a group that evening at the um, uh, hideout for the uh, Bayside Stalkers. And uh, the party may continue from there. Uh, One thing of note is that before Zeke 
left, he did provide them with a uh, gift of sorts, which was the salvaged uh, gear that uh, he was able to collect from the clinic that used to belong to Ghost, namely a large, thick, uh, official-looking jacket and a uh, very hardy-looking uh, revolver. So the clinic that belonged to Ghost. The, the clinic, things that belonged to Ghost that, that were in the clinic. Oh, okay. The clinic. Yes. Okay. So we will continue from there. Spoken word doesn't really have commas, so unless you just say a comma. Right, try that. comma. Such a good point. So we begin. Semicolon. So we were <laughs> we were on our way to Aklar? Um no. So no. The group had just at midday met up with Zeke as uh, right. as they were supposed to. Over brunch. <laughs> that is what most of you were eating was brunch in the form of various different cultures, cuisine, uh, one of which was a uh, kibble. Yeah. Yep. Soaked in alcohol. Soaked in viscous alcohol. Viscous. Gross. <laughs> so you guys are still at the table in the agenda. Um, and Well, I think... Is Zeke here? Did he leave? Um, Zeke is on his... He, he's turned and started walking away at this point. So if you wanted to catch him, you could. If not, he is on his way out. I wanted to make sure he was leaving. He is left. <laughs> okay. Achilles, you Dead. Still not a fan of insulting, assaulting Imperial ship. You've made that abundantly clear. Well, if we can find a way to get Coop out of there, then... We don't have to we go. We don't have to. Or it'll be fun. I really don't think Akla has the clearance to get Coop out of there. Neither do I. Akla can get us the information about the DNA that we have, hmm. but I don't think he can help us with Coop. I don't think the plan was ever to have Akla get Coop out. I mean, that would be great in a perfect world, but I don't think that's ever been the thought process. No. And we should be very careful about what information we reveal to Akla about what we're doing. Agreed. I also don't think that getting Coop out is a plan that we can enact nor should enact. Then why did we just agree to do it? Because he won't leave until we say yes. But we said yes. So I intend on doing it. So now we're going to do it. The it job is fun. going to get done. It's how we work. On the edge of out of control. Well, if we didn't want to accept the job, we could have just not accepted the job. And owed him. His perceived uh, oh. <clears throat> his perceived debt is not my problem. He Your feels problem is getting we, into an imperial ship. My problem is getting into an imperial ship. Should Let's be talk a... about solutions to that problem. <laughs> that ain't no problem. <laughs> well, what we need to figure out in the imperial ship is how we can make money off that mission. Because if we're breaking in, I'm not doing it for free because someone thinks I owe him. Did you think about all the notoriety this is going to get us? No, well, I don't want notoriety. The... Of breaking into an imperial prison ship and losing my license and access to their systems. There's <laughs> the common, the common stuff: data, meds, huh. information. 
I mean, we could choose one of those or multiple. The real question is, who else can we break out that we would make a profit on? That's the question. That's a good question. I don't like that question. Every extra person that we have to break out significantly complicates things. That's another liability. Well, I mean, if we could find a wet work target wanted by a gang... That's fair. Or a criminal organization that is currently... On there the we go. That's even better. I think that's the way to go. Fucking <laughs> like doing a hit in a prison? That's that's hard. Mm. That is like... That's more <laughs> That's more conflict right there. <laughs> okay. From, from outside bars, yeah. Gitska is not available. Nope. So our regular fixer is not here. Mm. I mean, we can ask uh, for a, a tertiary fixer. Wouldn't that be a secondary fixer? Our secondary fixer is a vid- She's also gone. Uh, <laughs> not to mention we've we right. jobs from Zeke before. Yeah. So we need to find out what happened to Avidity and Gitska. Something happened here. They shouldn't be gone for this long. Even on a mission, they shouldn't be radio silent. And we don't have access to Madame Lahani because she's in meetings. I mean, I'm sure she has business to Sure. Do. She does. But well, let's... I still think it's strange that... Concern ourselves with Akla first, I think. Akla's not for another few hours. Y'all want to put feelers out here and find out what we can find of who can help us with mission, uh, finding work in the prison ship, and who can uh, help us figure out where Gitsk and Avidity went. I think first sure. step is just to look at bounty boards. Yeah. If we can have Akla get us a list of prisoners, a, a, list of, of, a list of people on the ship, just a database. Yeah. A manifest. Of sorts. I think that's something that Ackla can get us. Yeah. We need... So the things we need from Ackla are the identity of the person... Access to the system. On that. And... Yeah. We just need access to the Imperial system. To run it ourselves. And then we'll run it, and also poke around a little. I mean, we could conceivably sell that information to him as well. We could sell to Zeke as part of the mission. No. Zeke doesn't care about that information. Yeah, Zeke doesn't care. Well, I mean, he did have a personal relationship with Ghost, but I don't think he's going to pay for that information. No. I think he's the better... We're already going to get paid for that information. Zeke is painfully aware of that. So, we meet with Akla, we attempt to get access to the system. In lieu of him giving us access, we request two pieces of information, the identity of the person there and a list of all prisoners aboard the Perdition. I would say a list of all people don't... uh, I think that specifying prisoners is hinting at what we're going to do. Yeah. If we say a list of people... Specific is better. If we say people, he's going to ask us what we mean. Personnel manifest. Person, well, personnel always going to give us his guards and troopers. Personnel and prisoners. Sure. All, all I'm saying is don't specify prisoners because then he's going to be like, oh, these motherfuckers are going to go do a jailbreak. We should probably be aware that <clears throat> as soon as we mention the perdition, then he knows that's where our eyes are on. We could off him. Whoa. No. 
I think that That's doing sorry. a high-profile job like that right before another high-profile job is probably not a good idea. I'm just talking about Luke's sense here. That's that's not all I was trying to remotely a good idea imply. Also, we won't get paid for offing Akla. Also, he's our only ally within the Imperial uh, forces right now. Yeah, but do you really need allies inside the Imperial? Yes, we need yeah. any allies on this planet. Yeah, there's an Inquisitor here. I'll take any Imperial ally I can get my hands on. So, what's the finalized plan? Put a lot of ideas out there. We get information, any information we can about Gitska and Avidity on what they're doing. Right. Because we're killing time until we meet Akla. Right. We go to Akla, we give away as little as we can, we get access to the system as our primary objective. Secondary objective is information about the identity of the person's DNA. There you go. Tertiary objective is getting information about the perdition. Yep. It also might be a good idea to have somebody see if they can find a general blueprint for the type of ship the Perdition is. That, that should be, be pretty extremely easy. helpful. I mean, they they got to crank out millions of those things. It might even be public record. We could probably just look in a big telescope. Go ahead. That'll give us the outside. It's I mean, a good start. Go for it. Yeah. You can't hurt. You know the inside too. <laughs> I think telescopes are expensive. Well, yeah, if you buy them. Getting off somebody that's one. <laughs> Your Taylor friend seemed like the sort that might be into that sort of thing. Agreed. I don't know if I'd call her friend, but acquaintance. She was my tailor. It's really weird to say that. I agree. So <laughs> Yes, that was a cat jumping down. Um So, let's do this then. Who wants to go? Well, you're friends with what's her name down there at the bar. Grace? No. Lamaniqua? Lamaniqua. Lamanchella? <laughs> Talk to her. See if she yes, we about... are having intimate relations. I don't care. <laughs> no one cares. You're friends with her. Go ask her if she knows anything about Gitskin Avidity. I did. She doesn't know nothing. She I already know. told you this. Okay. Yeah, and I also added a little bit about where Praetor, not Praetor, uh, Madame Mohani is. Praetor's over there by the door. She's angry. Does someone <laughs> else want to go try to talk to Praetor? No. I mean, kind of, but yeah. I would so, go. you Praetor already did. is the type of person that doesn't give out information even when she can. Right. If she is, for some reason, not allowed to give out information, or she feels like she's not, she's going to be very difficult to get information out of. Yeah, if this is a comp- conspiracy... Which it is. Or if this is a job gone wrong, Which we'll have be. different reactions. We can learn a lot just from asking. Cass, why don't you handle Praetor? Sure. <laughs> so now we wait. Ready, break. We either wait or we split up here, yeah. I'm going to go with Cass. All right. For the sake of the mission, I am not smart. Appreciate it. <laughs> I hope you show such judgment at future times as well. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I cannot agree to those terms. I <laughs> see that like after they walk them from the table. For the sake of future missions, I will not. <laughs> not going to happen. Flat out. All right. Okay. I guess. 
We'll go so, talk to Praetor. Praetor's nearby, so you guys will get there relatively fast. What would the three of you like to do in the meantime? Uh, who else do we know here? Um, so as far as the staff, you know the that there are... Quo, we know the drug dealer. We know... Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to remember rather than just being told. But if you want to just tell me, that's fine too. I'll stop. Uh, I would like to go buy something from... Drugs. Uh, <laughs> a weapons and or armor dealer. Well, you know very well that there is one down in the lower areas by the name of Moxie and Valor, the twins uh, who sell weapons and other sundry things. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so weapons, weapons and sundry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's where I'm going. I will follow. Okay. Where I'm going to go meet Akla. Akla's not going to be in the place that you guys said. Yeah, but I'm going to leave. Alright, you leave. Alright, so since you guys probably reached your destination first, uh, we'll go ahead and start with you guys. I'm going to go to the trap for Akla. So you know (laughs) that uh, Kretor is always near the archway that leads from the lounge area to the gambling hall and vice versa. Um, Usually she's leaning in the door jam in order to kind of be sort of like a visual deterrent from people just kind of wandering back Mm -hmm. there. People who don't really fit the VIP um, standards that she sets. Um, you guys, however, have free reign of the passageway. And as you move towards the door, she instinctually actually steps out of your way as if you to let you out. Praetor, we have a problem. Our fixer is not around. As well as the secondary fixer. Do you know anything about it? Where they're at, no. What they're doing. When's if the they've done and gone on a foolhardy crusade, or if they are simply out on a mission that no one wants to talk about. Make a... Average persuasion? Negotiation? I'll aid you. Okay. Persuasion? It's negotiation. negotiation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Without a character sheet. I guess... There's charm. Charm. Ah, gotcha! Or Charm, negotiation. Negotiation. Okay. Or I'll let you go for Yeah, no. Okay. I said average? Average. Oh, okay. And a boost. I do it. Yeah. You okay. do it. So, How, what's your roll? One success, three advantage. Okay. That is enough. She sighs. Um, it's a very unusual expression for her um, that doesn't usually involve fur and his antics. Um, and she kind of has her arms crossed in front of her chest and she kind of mulls it over for a second and just silently processing. I believe they were following up with a recent contract that you guys had. Which one? The construction site. That's correct. (laughs) Fuck. How long ago was that? When they started? When they left? A day and a half when they went out. Negotiations usually take that long? No. Were they supposed to follow up with somebody? Yes. They should be back by now, and they should have the information they were looking for. Have you hit the threshold yet of concern? Yes, but with Madame Lahani here, I can't take things into my own hands. Uh, there's nobody here to watch the store, and... So we off Lahani. Until she gets back, right, and we turn in from her But it might work. 
I can't just head out and start searching. Do you know how long Lahani's going to be out? It's indeterminate. I can't really talk about it, but there's some... Uh, let's just say that they're crucial to our ongoing business. There's a lot of chaos in the uh, criminal underground currently. Mm-hmm. We caused a lot of that. <laughs> Good thing you're not there. Yeah, right? <laughs> There's a slight twitch on the side of her mouth, but she doesn't respond. Do you know where they were meeting? This contact or whoever they were following up with? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, no, she's not going to tell no. you how long he is. No, I'm just going to keep Stop beating. <laughs> Last time, as far as I know, they were going to head to the construction site, talk to a rep there. Mm. Oh, fucking crap. Does the, uh, that company have... Uh, a offsite office in the area. Uh, not in the lower city. Uh, it would be up in the it would be up in the upper city. They have their main warehouse. Main warehouse. Mm-hmm. And do they have a arbitration subcontractor? Um, an arbitration subcontractor. They have a lawyer. Yes, they have a legal team. Is it in house or is it uh, contracted out? It's in house. And they were supposed to be meeting a representative there to discuss your um, lack of funds, uh, grievance. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they were meeting them on site. Yes. Interesting. Have you tried contacting either of them? Yes. Have you tried contacting the site? Yes. And did you receive no response or a response that said they weren't there? No response. So I tried to contact the company, That's and they still won't me. Hey. We should ask uh, Cleaver the number for his tailor. See if there's anything fishy going on. We should. I think we've gotten what we needed. You're surprising the wealth of information. Thank you. It is your fixer. It is your business. And I think you've earned being able, earned the confidence <laughs> when it's appropriate. Well, qualifiers aside, appreciate it. <laughs> I think we'll head out. Look for Cleaver. Yes. Or we'll, we're, we'll call him and see if we can... You know the name of the tailor? Yeah. Probably. Or the, the number for the tailor? I don't know their, their number, but there's a name and their address. We could probably look it up. We need to get in contact with them. So I guess we'll just find a terminal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that all, all column or straight to Cleaver? Google. There's them. a wealth of them. What? Well, it would have been to Cleaver. Okay. Uh, so you two, uh, after responding to that message, they'll go and look at the, the terminals. But you guys went to the shop, and you see the familiar displays of basic gear that are kind of like in bulk. Um, you know that the special projects tend to be either under table or in storage, and you kind of have to request for them to get out. Um, kind of like a modest attempt to look legitimate, but... Only sort of. It's only sort of. Uh, hello. Uh, several people turn to look at you. Uh, uh, my name's Fur. Oh, we know. Okay. Uh, (laughs) alright. You you know we've been here before. Probably not me. What have I bought from here? Well, not you, but like... Oh, okay. Alright, well, I, I don't know how this works. 
Uh, Is there something specific we can help you with? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Fur, what do you share. want? Why are you here? Um, I think they make like a thing that you, you put in your in your uh, your hands you. and you can like punch with them. Like a cestus? Brass knuckles? Maybe, that one sounds more like it. Maybe with like a cool like knife on Vibra knuckles? That. Like a vibra knife, but yeah, do we have with? those? Yes. How much yes. are they? How much are they? <laughs> They're 350 credits, Paul. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so There's for, 700 credits, Robert. Uh, so they're 350 per unit. All right. That's an absolute unit. So if you would like two, it's 700. Okay. Quick math. Um, um. You good for that after paying for the back to tank? Because uh, I paid for the back to tank. Yeah. Okay, just checking. I want to make sure that you guys are either... I, pay, I paid for it. Remember, I handed you my credit chip, and I said, dip me, and I subtracted yes. that money immediately. All I need to know is whether or not a you're in debt or you're not in debt. <laughs> the credit is... Wookie the, pays his debt. The so point okay. is, I get reimbursement for coming out days early. <laughs> uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, hey, buddy... Uh, do you have 300 credits I could borrow? <laughs> oh my god. Woo! I do? Good start. Uh, because I could certainly use that uh, to fund my Viber knife. Uh, That's fair. You've kept me alive enough times. Excellent. I'll take two. Okay. Uh, anything, uh, any custom work on them? Does that cost more? Yes. Then no. Fantastic. <laughs> He's going to uh, kind of like go under the table and open up some some dresser or dressers, uh, dressers. some drawers, some uh, cabinet type cupboard thing. Got he got there. Words. Words. He got there. Uh, and he's going to pull out uh, some safe boxes. He's going to pull them up and he's going to open it up. And you see there are two bladed um, vibro knuckles um, in like the padded cushion uh, of mm-hmm. like a small little te- uh, tactical box. Closes it, slides it out, asks for them. I hand over the credits. All right. Transaction is complete. You now have two vibro knuckles. Dope. Can you use both of those? Oh, that's right. There's no abilities that are required for two weapon fighting. You just have to increase the difficulty by one. Bruh. Increase. Increase. Increase the difficulty. Increase the... It's it's actually surprisingly complicated Uh, for uh, the system. Increases my damage. Increase the difficulty by Uh, one if they're of the same uh, skill set. set. If not, use the lowest skill set. Yeah. Bruh. More than me and any other business. Uh, Thank you uh, for your... uh, Do we need any grenades? I mean, always. <laughs> I mean, always. God. First, the wrong person hey, we shot. Uh, I agree. <laughs> Says Boxy. Do we need any grenades? Boxy's like, yes. Uh, secondary question. How much are uh, grenades? No, no, no. That's a third question. Uh, we can go out of order, though, so we can answer that one first. How much are grenades? How much are grenades? Paul, I didn't look that up. Because it depends I what kind of grenades you want. <laughs> because I wasn't prepared to buy grenades. 
Very expensive. expensive. <laughs> I, I can't, I'm unfortunately, for those at home and for those around the table, I'm sorry, I cannot memorize the market value of all standard weapons and equipment. Memorize um, Mike's holocron. God I can tell it. you that frag grenades go for an average of 50 credits, stun grenades 75, and a thermal detonator is 2,000 credits. So, like, some frag grenades. Like... So they want to get three. You said it was. You, oh, you said, the thermal detonator is a restricted item, so it'll be more expensive than both prices. You said it was fifty, then seventy, then two thousand. Fifty for frag, seventy-five for stun, and then uh, thermal detonator is to be discussed. Um, but its rarity is super freaking high. It's so going to be more than that. It's going to be way more than both prices. Probably looking at like three to four thousand credits. Okay, your left kidney. Not his mm, left kidney. My left kidney. Anyone my left kidney sold. That's a hell of a deal. He's like, Get it out. Kidneys have rotten. Especially since bookies have six kidneys. <laughs> he wishes. Mine are all failing. <laughs> You're left three kidneys. Oh. Uh, my question is, can you make armor that's not like visually intrusive? <laughs> you can't mess with your aesthetic. Uh, it gets a little hard when you have fur. I always have fur. Exactly. No, no, he's mean to me. My name's Fur. <laughs> well, we were both right then. Um, it, it depends on what exactly you're looking for, because the most unobtrusive armor that someone could probably put on somebody who's covered head to toe in fur would be a personal deflector shield. That okay. you can wear as a backpack. And it would cover your entire body. How heavy is the backpack? Mm, I want to say like 40 pounds. Clip it. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably an encumbrance rating in the book, but I don't have that in front of me. You don't need to worry about no encumbrance. You don't carry anything. Yeah, I'm just worried about the hate and my, my fighting style. Um... Well, you oftentimes fight with an How much are those? Their book you guys are awful. Someone get a book. <laughs> he has one. Open it's on the book. Him. It's not going to be in the bio, that book. This you know what? Destiny, bro. I'll be back. <laughs> hey, we're participating in Extra Life again this year. We're going to be streaming for 25 hours from November 3rd at noon all the way to November 4th at noon. We play probably six different one shots, bunch of different DMs, bunch of different players. It's going to be a real great time. We're going to be absolutely insane by the end of it. All donations to our page go to Seattle Children's Hospital. And any donation to anyone within the Cascading Gamers team, of which we are a part, uh, will be entered into the Cascading Gamers Super Mega Raffle, where we'll be raffling off all kinds of crazy prizes. Uh, there is a signed Sue Bird jersey in there. There's uh, signed Clint Dempsey uh, game-worn boots, uh, which is insane. Uh, and we're adding in a bunch of tabletop, tabletop stuff. RPG stuff. Uh, we got so far uh, some things from Medieval mi- Minis, uh, hand-painted Dragon Eye Pennant. Uh, we got a, a copy of Xanathar's Guide to Everything, and we got some other stuff we're working on as well. So, Freaking hit crazy. that donate button. So, in the future, if you guys would like to go shopping, I would appreciate it if you looked it up in the book for all the things that you wanted to grab, and then we can have the roleplay with me. Does it call. Not yeah. have I did that, to... for the record. For some of the stuff you got, I'm bad, <laughs> and saying. I feel bad. He's a bad influence. Do any, was... you, do any of you not have access to Mike's holocron? I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> it literally has everything you need in it. 
Can you send it to me just in... Annoying Jolly Turtle Forehead. Mm. Yay! Indeed. The jolliest of turtle foreheads. What are you looking for? Basically, Firebite, uh, it's more difficult to two-weapon fight than it is to matter. use one weapon. If you're using the same skill, then it's only more difficult by a little bit. If you're using two different skills, like uh, shooting a blaster rifle and also trying to punch somebody, then it's more more difficult. Yeah. Which makes sense. Unless for the you're record, equally I was... skilled in all forms of combat, well, then fuck you. Then you're awesome. <laughs> If you're using different skills, the difficulty is increased by two. So you are able to find the um, the uh, shop that you're looking for through all. Um, it's the Jaded Seamstress. It's pretty uh, easy to oh, we're find. Back in there. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you guys have a. Uh, um, address and contact information and all that stuff is publicly available. Um, unlike the lower city, uh, mid-city is very much um, public access, uh, lots of infrastructure, things like that. So There's a frequency to com- communicate? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oftentimes, phones in Star Wars don't always just ring, 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 and someone picks up. Oftentimes, you leave a message and they contact you or I have that. Should we call it? Call it. Mm-hmm. Beep. Takes about a few moments, but uh, your li- line goes live. Uh, hello, and thank you for calling the Jaded Seamstress for all of your clothing needs. How can I help you? Hi. Uh, yeah. So weird call. Um, I actually don't need any of your talent. I just need something. Okay. Hi. I'm Rio. Uh, we are Han Jovi. I'm sure you've met us. Uh, we were in your shop a few days ago, I think. Oh, Cleaver's friend. Right. Yeah. Yes. We're the. We're the. Yeah. Yes, I remember now. Yeah. Um, so a couple of our people have gone missing. Not ours, like, but it's the people we know. And we wonder if you've seen anything around your area. Did I they think. visit the shop? No, but like the construction site that's over there. Do you remember all that? Oh yeah. dear. Um. Well, I I can't say that I've paid too much attention because it's uh, not good for business, shall we say? What's well, not uh, good however, for business? There has been a great deal of imperial activity in the area. Um, they have the whole block cordoned off. Um, almost no local access to the street. And, um... How long ago did that start? Um, actually shortly after you left the, uh, left my shop that day. Oh. Okay. And they've kind of just, they've just been there? You haven't seen anything crazy happen, or... I mean, Um, I know that you're in the confines of your shop and you got guests to attend to, so... If anything you've got can... Well, like I said, uh, just a matter of hours after you guys left, they uh, rolled up, and uh, I I mean, you know, I did hear... I'm going to give like a brief description of Gitska and Avidity. I'm afraid... I was thinking about buying a spare one. Yeah, okay. Um, But I did hear the sounds of some kind of ruckus coming from there. Um, 
I don't know if it was blaster shots or construction noises or what it was. What was that? Um, that was um, the evening before last. Fuck. How long did it last? Oh, it was very brief. That's why I, I couldn't get a, a handle on what it was. I was currently with a pretty uh, high tier client, so I couldn't I couldn't break away to investigate. I'm sorry I couldn't be more helpful. Nope, that's actually very helpful. It puts a lot of pieces together. Thank you so much. Sorry to bother you. Uh, of course. Have a great day. Uh, you as well. Click. Well, that sucks. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, it's odd that the Imperials would descend upon this place and cordon it off. Immediately. Immediately. Uh, you know, fire brigade... <sighs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, Imperial Garrison? That's odd. And they've been there. And there was a ruckus a day and a half ago, conveniently. This isn't good. This is not good. We should... Not good news, in general. So what, should should we go? Should we wait? No. Should we just let that happen? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that when we have more time, perhaps we can investigate, but I don't think we should rush into whatever's happening. Yeah. I just worry about those two and hearing that there was some sort of ruckus. I mean, putting a bunch together. Yeah. It will be what it will be. It's low on the priority list at the moment. True. Well, I think I'm going to wait until it's time to go meet Aklo. Okay. I as well. How do you guys do when you're shopping? I don't suppose there's any sort of a bulk discount for grenades. You could make a negotiations check for that. Mm. Grenades bulk discount. Yeah, I'll try it. Okay. I might as well. So it's an average check. I'll assist. So have a setback. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <Yes. laughs> Alright, so that's uh, average is two. Pretty close to even. Don't take this the wrong way, but I hope you fail. How many? So do I. What? Are you grabbing? Uh, attempting to grab. As many as I can afford. Which if it's is... at book price, then it's 24 of them. <laughs> You understand that there's like each one is an encumbrance point, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we're gonna take them all with us right now, but like buy them. You can buy them and just kind of put them in a box somewhere. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, I can carry eleven. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the idea of her and Cleaver, her grenades around this area that I'm operating in is terrifying. I'll, I'll put it this way: last last time we bought stuff, I got sixteen stim packs. So. We're we're okay. I just want to stock up on stuff that there's there's been lots of instances where I'm like, does anybody have a grenade? And they're like, no. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. So you want twenty four grenades plus? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Rolling for bulk discount. Bulk oh, discount. Yeah. Bulk discount. All right. What is your? It's twenty three success for threat. Three success? Threat doesn't do anything on this roll. Yeah, it doesn't. Either. Uh, then so three success. three success, you get 15% off your purchases. Okay. How, whatever the math of that. Is it 15? Okay. There's, there's... 
this is a bulk discount, which doesn't right. exist in the game. It's um, if there is a specific system for negotiating down the price of an item. I think there uh, is. Then I would be interested to hear that. Um, so feel free to look at it. For now, we can just go with uh, 15%. Um, yeah, I'll take a quick look while we're doing other stuff. Because it isn't like selling it, um, because selling it is a quarter price, and that goes up all the way to 100%. Right. So yeah. I don't know how the retroactive version works. So that puts yeah, it at 42.5 per. Yeah. As far as says, it's like getting a, a, do- a couple dozen donuts for the office, but the donuts <laughs> explode. <laughs> right? It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, for the record, on the armor thing, I had looked at all the armors. I was curious if there was something not in the books. Not, oh, okay. uh, not as of uh, the only thing so far that you guys have come across that is not in the books are the two items that have been given. Uh, if you would like the potential of creating an item that you think would work, um, that is something that you'll want to discuss probably off off camera for that. Um, on the note, though, there are um, some cybernetic upgrades that you can get, which are like uh, subdermal armor plating, uh, which I believe increases your soak by one, um, and they surgically implant plates into your skin, basically. That sounds hella dope. Yeah. Um, that would be the only armor that doesn't cover your fur. I believe they're like 7,000 credits. Yeah. 7,500 something. Seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I do not know if it counts... Uh, as you wearing armor and it stacks with normal armor or not. Um, so that's something we'd have to discuss as well if you went down that route. Um, but So how many are you getting? I got a box. Oh. If you'd like to know, interestingly enough, you nailed it right on the head with successes. So extra success on negotiation checks may be used to increase the active char- acting character's profit by 5%. My guy. Hello. You are good at this. It's like well the done. System makes sense. Hey. Spot Brain on. Lines, you know. I think there's this. That's there's a special class that Kyle played before that gives oh, you extra bonuses oh, that, that for selling yeah. things. Mm. Cascroc. That's so not the base. So. So. Dope. So a box is how many? Uh, twenty-eight. A crate of twenty-eight grenades. Jesus. That's yep. a lot of Bro. boom. Yep. Excellent. So, bring me a few you guys are in the process of negotiating these explosives so down to be a reasonable price. Moxie is super thrilled. Valor pulls her aside and is like, dude. Are you sure? <laughs> do you understand what these people are going to do in your name? You understand these people burned a permacrete building to the ground, right? Could you, could you please make sure that there's there's no coding and there's no markings on any of these grenades? So if they piece anything together, because this, this isn't going to end well. Uh, so eventually, though, they're able to, uh, after a lengthy conversation, package them up securely and basically give you several crates of multiple grenades per crate. Um... Because, satchel, because you don't you don't stack grenades on top of each other. You give them each their own socket, and so seeing as they're all a bunch of frag grenades, you can only hold like ten per box. I will liberally say so. Uh, you have a few. I'm assuming it's grenades. like a hay packed, you know, egg crate, basically. Something like that. Yeah. Just yeah. Hook them on a bandolier. I intend to. Commence the jiggle. Ah. So, you guys are looking up that information, you're making the calls, you guys are dealing with the equipment, you have departed, so yeah, finally, where did you, uh, uh, go for you, where are you headed? 
Um, I am headed to the site where I told Akla to meet us. Okay. Um, that jeweler shop in Bayside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty much, I'm going to go find myself a nice little overlook position now, rather than waiting until right before the meeting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like So fun. I'm going to be all camped and everything. Okay. You will be there for quite some time. But oh, you, I expect to be there for a few hours. You have enough experience with being out in the wilderness and dealing with adverse weather that you find a place that is moderately shielded from wind and rain and for whatever you can't um, account for uh, with tarping and other things like that, you're able to get, um, if not comfortable, uh, manageable. For the long term haul. What I'm hoping that I can find is a multi-story building that has one set of stairs that lead up to it. Mm. And the reason why is that I want to use my cunning snare ability um, to set up a, tr- a tarp near that set of stairs where it looks like there's just runoff like going down the stairwell from like a hole in the ceiling or something but that if you step wrong it drops the tarp and floods the stairway. Interesting. Uh, I would say that's only possible with several hours of buildup of water. So that is a, uh, a great Fitting. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would need from you in order to get this perfect setup for your building. It's a kiddie pool. Is I would either need you to do a, um average streetwise, or is there a... What, what's your wilderness? Uh, survival. 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 My survival is pretty good. So, um, will... is there any way that I can augment this with my Force Seek ability? Um, find I believe... a location or object or person. It's, it's supposed to be to find an object or person. It's, it's a defined place, item, or person that you know about. I don't believe you can just say a lightsaber and it just points you towards the nearest one. I think it's more of like I want to know where. Um, Zeke's lightsaber is, or something like that. Um, as far as I would say, uh, streetwise or stealth, or, I'm sorry, streetwise or um, survival, uh, it will be an average check. Hit two um, yellow, a green, and two purple, please. Yeah, I'm gonna roll survival. Yep. I like to roll it, roll it. One failure and an advantage. He doesn't survive. One failure? One failure Dead. and an advantage. Yep. Dead. Oh, well. You Bless. find a uh, two, uh, several story building that is, um, for aside from some probably vagrant traffic, um, has multiple stories and has an overlook that you think would work. Um, you would have to probably remove one of the windows there. Uh, the downside of this is that there are a couple entrances. Uh, into the upper levels. So there's like a main stairway and then there's like a fire escape and things like that. So um, you would, uh, it's not ideal, but as long as people were, say, like using the main stairway, um, you could plan for that. But you have to keep in mind that there was um, like an emergency ladder and a fire escape uh, stair and then the main stair uh, and a non-operational lift. Alright, so I, I want to set the snare, the thing that will actually do damage to someone, on the primary stairway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to spend, like once I get that set up to collect the water, I want to spend maybe an hour or two um, just uh, near the emergency exit, 
trying to put any loose debris or bars in such a way that they'll just make noise if somebody tries to come in without being careful. Mm, okay, yeah. That will that will definitely impose some significant um, difficulties with anyone who would try to stealth up. So. And I'll position uh, in such a way that I can have like vision of the shop and vision of the third exit. If that's possible. Did you want to be on the roof or did you want to be in a room? Because if you're in a room, you can only see as far as the walls go. Um, uh, unless you were specifically looking to f- maybe get into an area that also had like the fire escape like right there. How obvious is positioning on the roof in this area? Like are there a bunch of buildings taller than this one? No, so Bayside specifically doesn't have that much in the way of tall buildings. The closer you get to the water, the more shacky you get. Um, and the more like um, and individual buildings. Stairs that go all the way up to the roof. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, okay. You might have to bust open a lock or something like that to get up there, but be pretty easy. That'd be fine. Yeah. And then the door would make an easy way to set up that snare on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think I'll do that. Um, I may look for like something to like elevate me just a little bit so that I can kind of angle at the shop mm-hmm. instead of being right up against the edge and looking over. There are uh, some co- composite pallet boards um, yeah. that are uh, frequently uh, sort of discarded on the streets or in the alleys and stuff like that. I'm sure you could find a few and a little bit of effort haul them up to uh, where you're at. Uh, this gives you the added benefit of not like laying basically in a four-inch puddle of water. Um, you still have the rain to deal with, but everything else is fine. Yeah. Seems like a pretty reasonable setup. Uh, you have a water stop slash collection thing just inside the door with, you know, like a string or something basically leading down the stairwell with multiple... Just a little hair trigger. You know, just, just a little thing, so if it. anyone triggers it, it just pulls the bottom out of this, this tarp of water and just will just send it uh, flooding down. Sounds good setup. I like it. Okay. Um, so... You guys have your grenades. You guys have made your call. What would you like to do now? Uh, in uh, well, I'm just gonna kill time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make I'll sure everything I'm, uh, is ready. Uh, I will probably uh, I'll go to the VIP section mm-hmm. and um, eat some food and uh, just sit there. Okay. I'm using my med pack, stim pack. Sure. I will find a practice area. There is the athletic area down in the um, in the bunker area uh, by the waiting room spot. God, I'm using such flowery language today. It's all good, man. There's the athletics slash sparring room just beside the lounge area. I will go there mm-hmm. and I will practice with mm-hmm. my new weapons. Sounds good. Uh, there are racks of various types of weapons. You remember from when you fight, fight with, uh, when you fought with Praetor, there are like training staves and um, sword-shaped ones, some like wooden daggers to practice CQC, and then there's like um, uh, like the punching gloves that you had to wear in order to be able to like spar um, without having your claws out. Basically, mm-hmm. they kind of like locked your hands into a fist. Uh, stuff like that. So there's lots of gear there for doing that. Also, dumbbells and, and weight systems and things like that. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to be finding a dummy and just... Wow, 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 wow. 
Speed I'm just going to be sitting by the door meditating. Mm, okay. Sounds good. Anything in particular? I'm going to be uh, trying to f- reach out and feel into the void for my axe. Kind of contemplating my series of visions and kind of what what all I've gone through over the last two or three days. And like it, it every time I close my hand to like either grab something or ball it into a fist or whatever, it feels like I'm grabbing something and I'm trying to figure out what's going on that the muscle memory is triggering in a new way than something that's very different than I've ever experienced before. Make a hard discipline check. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Make me roll things. I want to do force stuff. Well, you kind of have to have a little bit of, you know, <laughs> fortitude for that. Fortitude. All right. So that is hard. Uh, I'm going to flip a destiny point. Mm. We have one destiny point remaining. So that changes that. Yeah. Yep, two mm-hmm. things. Worked out. Yep. I do one it. One success. So, you are meditating, uh, seeking out the axe. You're trying to gain um, sort of a little bit of insight on, on its existence, where it's at, what happened to it. Um, and you, you reach out and uh, you kind of instinctually ping, like you're, you're doing your sense, like we want to uh, search around. Um, but uh, it kind of comes back hollow. Hmm. And kind of like... Uh, kind of like a sonar as the energy kind of goes out and you find nothing but the void and it kind of comes back to you though and you feel it very strongly sort of resonate within you um and you kind of focus on this strange feeling of trying to reach out but ending up folding inwards on yourself uh and as you really kind of uh, try to dig deeper than you've ever really dug before now that you're kind of really, really have a reason to focus on something. Um, the image of your axe slowly starts to form in your mind, only it's um, hot and it's um, sort of cracked in places um, like it's uh, being superheated, like tempered, but it's, it's, it's cracking and reforming and stuff like that over and over again. And it's in this constant flux um, and as you kind of see it, uh, you kind of were like, well, you know, I feel it. I feel the axes there. Um, but, like, why is it appearing to me like this? And you can kind of sort of see the area that it's in. Like, you're trying to sure. get an idea of where it's at. Um, and you see some familiar-looking walls. Hmm. I am... I'm going to step into the... Uh, the hanger, or not the hanger, the, uh, words, um, the cargo bay. I assume it's the cargo bay of the, the Night Stalker. Um, you, uh, you try to, um, but it's, you're not physically there. Sure. It's like you're looking at it through a window. Mm, okay. You haven't, you, you can't find a way in. I would like to attempt to use like a a projection of or create a projection of myself to try and interact with it. You think about how to do that, and you just you don't know. Hmm. You don't know how you got in there the first time. You don't know how it's doing what it's doing right now. Um, all you know is this is what you feel. Sure. You're, you're you're getting um, 
It's progress. Stimuli. You're, you're getting, <laughs> you're getting uh, input, but you haven't figured out how to manipulate anything of what you're seeing yet. Makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, then I'll just spend the, the next however many hours mm-hmm. just kind of playing with that, figuring it out. Yeah. It's very unusual that uh, you can sort of drift back so vividly to a dream that it feels almost like you are in fact looking through yeah. a window into some place but you can't determine where or how or anything like that that's cool so, shit several hours pass you guys feed yourself um, sort of stretch the muscles that you've uh momentarily had atrophy while you were in recovery and kind of just worked up a slight sweat to to kind of get back into the mode. And you set up your um, ambush site or overlook site um, to, uh, I believe you don't have to make any rolls to make the snares or anything like that? Uh, the snare is, it's not in a roll when I make it. It becomes a vigilance versus my their vigilance versus my survival opposed okay, role. It's just a check. when they trigger it. Yep, that's great. Just want to make sure. Um, but you have plenty of time to get really comfortable and take any kind of precautions that you need. This will afford you if yeah. something was to happen um, with your prep time that you could make small calls about, like, well, while I was sitting there, uh, I would have thought of this or something like that. So we can always go back and, and reach that. Um, you are kind of. I'm watching people. This is the longest you've ever spent in Bayside not working and not doing something. And you kind of watch. um, And you see that, for the most part, uh, you find a lot of... um, I don't don't want to use the term common folk. Uh, More like um, they don't seem to have anywhere that they're going and don't seem to have anywhere that they're from. Um, They are... uh, Vagrants. Kind of vagrants. They may have homes, um, and some of them are dressed decently, not not good, but but they're they're comfortable clothing. Um, and some of them are vagrants that are moving around. Oftentimes, you see, however, a lot of the vagrants are working. They're uh, in large numbers, uh, moving crates, or they're um, uh, building something, or things like that. Um, Bayside is very much a um, living entity that, uh, after the chaos that it's seen in the last few days, um, is is actively trying to put itself back together after the the gang wars and the storms that have happened and all that. Um, you kind of look out and you see um, to the north of the Bayside proper, which is a place that you never been. You usually go south, which is where the Crown Peaks habitat is. Um, you see that there is sort of a more residential area up in that way. Um, a lot of the people that probably cluster together for, for living um, tend to do it up in that area. Uh, and you notice one thing very unusual is sort of out of the mist of the water um, of the bay, you see a long bridge that you only really notice now that you've taken the time. Um, every so often the, the lightning will flash. Kind of caught your eye is this weird, strange, elongated structure. But as you pay attention and you have the time to, uh, afforded to be able to keep looking at it, there's just a long land bridge that goes out to a small island out in the bay that you really haven't noticed before. Because at ground level, you just couldn't see through the mist in order to get that far out there. Um, you also see several wrecks out in the bay. Um, cargo ships, things like that, that have just kind of 
you know, someone landed in the water and then let it become decrepit and then just sank or, or whatever the effect. You see that there are um, uh, a couple of them out there and you see that uh, sort of towards the um, south, far southeast of the bay, kind of going around almost to not quite your opposite side, but there's a large freight liner that looks like it had crashed on, like they'd aimed from the beach, but it, it went into the water and it's got like basically just the aft of it sticking out. Um, and so uh, you kind of get this sense of um, a very old uh, area that you're in that has seen a lot of activity kind of around the peripheral, but something about the bay feels like it's been there for a very long time and has seen a lot. Um, while I'm watching people, I do want to try and keep an eye out for any gang symbols or suspected, like, gang activity. Kind of pay extra attention to those folks. See if I can identify anyone that's, uh, roughing up. Yeah. Got him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, go ahead and hit me with, um, we're going to do a... Let's do a looking for colors. What is wrong with you? People? Think of what's a good one for um, searching for specific qualities uh, and being on the lookout for. What about a hard vigilance check? No. Okay. No. 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 My vigilance is one. All right. I'll go ahead and give you a perception on this one. Okay. One more green and a boost. Or maybe please. even knowledge underworld. I don't know. I'm not trying to identify the symbols. I'm just trying to notice them. Fair enough. Um, and then what's the difficulty? Uh, it's going to be hard. Hard. Okay. You are looking out over a crowd of people in a darkly stormy purple, area please. and trying to identify discerning uh, marks. No. Okay. That's a pants. Uh, there is too much activity for you to absorb anything as specific as uh, gang signs or allegiances and things like that. So um, you try your best, but with everything going on and you having to kind of keep your your perspective so open, you just don't notice anything unusual. All right. So several hours pass, and the uh, time begins to draw close. Uh, close enough that you guys can probably depart. And by the time you arrive there, you'll have a little bit before the uh, designated meeting time. Um, anything that you guys would like to do before departing? I would like to distribute grenades. So Cleaver huh. approaches with several crates. No thanks. None. No. Not, not even one. No. How about you? I don't like grenades. Uh, They're indiscriminate. They're helpful. Their, their value is in mitigating the lack of skill of their user. And destroying giant lava monsters that try and murder us in a shaft. Maybe. I mean, do you want one? I'll take two. I'll hand them three. <laughs> Just make sure you're documenting your encumbrance. How about you? Nine. Only Nine. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure the encumbrance value of my new weapons, and I assume that there is somewhere of one to two, so I want to be safe that I, I can carry them as well. So nine. We're going to round it to ten. 
I'll find it for it's you. It's gonna be nine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's twelve that I've gotten rid of. I want you to know that grenades are not something that you are very subtle. That's so true. You are wearing nine grenades. Well, you look like the Unabomber, so you, you, you don't have to be wearing nine grenades. You can put them in a bag. No, he's I mean, wearing. You can. He's wearing. They, they are, know that he came to party. They are straight right. down. <laughs> so, uh, you guys call a taxi. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, it is going to run you twenty credits to get you there, uh, and you guys depart. Uh, you get some looks with the fact that you guys are not only an armed group, but you're also wearing many, many explosives as you make your way down to Bayside. Um, Do your job. <laughs> Don't pay attention. To Keep your eyes on the road. road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sonata, I know that you're you're looking up some stuff right now. Yeah, um, I'm kind of interested why nobody called me. Fiber knuckles have one each encumbrance. I was assuming that we did. We probably... Someone, uh, I assume, put out a, a call like, Hey, we're meeting up outside. And then you would have been included that, and I assume you were like, I'm already here. Or you could just not answer. Hashtag I still, I'll let people know I'm there. It's just, I figured. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably should have made it explicit. Mm-hmm. 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 So we skirt, skirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, seeing as you were there before the rest of the group, uh, and you have probably a, a large breadth of time that you are paying attention, um, you notice that one of the things that you have not really noticed in Bayside uh, is a, uh, you notice sort of a lack of Imperial presence. So there's not really regular patrols, there isn't standing guards at checkpoints, there's not like a lot of militant presence that you can see. However, about a half hour before the uh, time comes, uh, you notice um, in that span at least a couple um, we'll say land cruisers that uh, bear a conspicuous lack of markings. Um, They're sort of like uh, military black. They're sort of triangular in shape. They kind of have... Um, they're, they're roughly pentagonal with a, with a short, angular front and then kind of a rectangular uh, backside. And then they have a, a fin along the top back of it that runs the length of it. Um, it's kind of sporty, a little classier and a little more functional than you've seen. You've seen almost no land speeders in this area. Except for uh, a couple rinky-dink like trucks, basically hauling crates around. Um, so as you notice, these slick uh, cruisers make their way through. Um, you realize that it's uh, uncommon. Hmm. Do I see people getting out of them? Uh, make a um, a perception check. Are they actively trying to hide from me? Uh, they are actively trying to be, uh, subtle. Yeah, I succeed that one. Okay. You do notice, in fact, a few people in 
quality but unmarked clothing get out at various corners and various shops and go in and sit down and uh, appear to be uh, I almost said patronizing. Is that the right word? Hmm? Uh, they tend, they, patronizing the various shops. I'm going to set up my general purpose make sure that my general purpose scanner is set up. Okay. General purpose scanner can detect nearby life signs, heat signatures, different sources of radiation, source and direction of sounds, um, and it says some are single directional, some are omnidirectional. Mine's going to be omnidirectional, mm-hmm. um, and some uh, yeah, metal detector doesn't make sense. Um, Com interception, however, does. I'm not going to use it for that. And they have a 1.5 kilometer range. So I'm going to pay a lot of attention to who the fuck is down there. Okay. <laughs> I want you to know that with a with your settings on 1.5 kilometers, you are getting a massive chunk. Oh, that's its of... range. If I don't need that, I'm gonna. Okay. If I have the ability to scale that in, I'm gonna go ahead and scale okay. that. You in. are as re- as a reminder in a very yeah. busy urban area. Yeah, no. So <laughs> I want to I want to scale that in. Okay. I'm gonna have that set up in just in case anybody can pick up on the fact that it is. It's not right next to me. It's like over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do keep in mind though that even in a um, block or several block radius, you're dealing with dozens of signals, dozens of people, things like that. So yeah. it's not gonna so, be a clear cut map. Of everything. So what I want to try and get it dialed into are to pick up um, life signs. Mm-hmm. So life signs in that area down there. Um, heat signatures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, that's fucked up. <laughs> um, and maybe not interception recording of communication, but whether or not comms go active. Okay. In that in the area that we are working in. Hmm. When I see these guys come in, I'll probably adjust those settings on my data pad there uh, are, to target that um, area in particular. Everything that you're looking for is there. Perfect. Um, and you get an idea of, um, you can kind of sort of map it out a little bit um, without like a, a, um, a street map to overlay, basically. All you get is really kind of heading and direction and spacing and, and relative to where you are. Um, but you can still see yeah. when something is above, below, how far out, things like that. And you can kind of piece that together with your um, environmental visual sense. Recon and, and, and on visual top recon on top of... Right. Yeah, so. um, one thing you do pick up is that there is calm signals quite frequently in the area that you're at. However, they pick up in... Um, in no, frequency? Frequency. Yeah. Volume. I don't want to say frequency because that's... They pick up in volume. Bit. Yeah. There's more of them. Yes. The decibels go up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could. Um, as soon as I see the cars pull up, I'm going to calm the team and basically just be like, we've got, what is it, three vehicles? Uh, you've seen two. Two vehicles, um, multiple targets in each. Do they stop? Uh, no, the vehicles have, once they've dispensed a couple people here and there, they uh, continue on. Okay, so they're dropping people off around Bayside, mm-hmm. around this area. Um, they've dropped off three, maybe three to five people um, in this area. So just be aware, uh, while we may have told him to come alone, he's definitely not. Mm. Nah. Not shocked. Well, um, I've got... We'll have to keep an eye I've on got it. the scanner set up if you guys want to plug into that on your data pad. You should have a decent picture of the air of the market area. 
that's something we can access remotely. What are you looking for? So looking to um, the scanner itself. Can we connect that scanner to our uh, data pad or anything? Um, so He's looking to live stream the screen of the scanner. I don't think that's part of its capabilities. Um, I think a live scanner is something okay. that interprets information and then displays it on uh, okay. a display. Um, I don't think you can network one scanner out to like everybody. Um, okay. Before. I think that's. I think that's a little. You, you could jury rig something like that if you had the time and equipment. Um, so where if we had anyone with the computer skill, yeah. I'll I'll keep you updated um, as people move around. You're just a genius, aren't you? I am. I also have blanket. Oh, two geniuses! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you guys pull up, and how? Where do you guys want to uh, direct the person to drive? Uh, once we get into uh, the area proper, mm-hmm. uh, we'll just have them pull off and let us out. Okay. You do, you, uh, the pneumatic hiss of the door opens, uh, letting in the cold air of um, Bayside. Uh, you immediately get struck with the scent of um, um, fried foods um, and salt water. Um, and, uh, and you guys... <laughs> uh, and you guys depart out into the rain of the heavy sheets of water. Um, this place is... Um, Irregular, uh, irregularly, but uh, pretty well lit. Um, so especially where people are frequently uh, frequenting, there's lamps and stuff like that. Um, in certain buildings, they've got some out in front of the doors, just as usual. Um, however, there's a lot of dark areas, as is tradition, because not everything deserves a spotlight. And if it doesn't have a spotlight, it's not worth wasting the equipment on it. I'm going wide left. And then I will just wander away. Mm-hmm. I'm heading towards. There's this the... eerie sense of like you see him, and then he walks into the mist, and it's just like I don't think I can see you anymore. <laughs> Rio's trying to try to Assassin's Creed into the crowd, and just just becomes a regular old mm-hmm. member of the crowd. Yep. There's plenty of people uh, moving about that uh, you. Um, it's not like. Shoulder to shoulder, right. but there's there's packs of people moving around, and yep. so you can kind of like kind of glide from one to the other, and not necessarily be in the group, but like be kind of attached to it. Right. And, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you two? I'm just gonna walk up to yeah. wherever it is that we're supposed to go. Yep, right. Ca- casually, but like Classic just you're, having you're normal conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> All right. So I would like the um, two of you to make stealth checks. Right. Um, so I would like to um, swing past a street vendor, mm-hmm. uh, someone that's selling like hats, and buy like a cheap hat, mm. and then like keep walking with it like either in my coat or somewhere, Bro. and uh, get to a place with no sight lines. Uh, reverse my coat, put my hat on, and keep walking through. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes go into the dark. Sometimes uh, match like walking speed with other people. I imagine Cass has like a quad reversible jacket that has the bottom hem like all ripped out that he can flip inside out for another two sides. That would be so intense. <laughs> um, I believe it. So uh, what's the? I do literally have banal clothing. What's the difficulty? 
So the difficulty That's is awesome. going to be um, two reds and a purple. Uh, Cast, your vendor is able to provide you with a wide rimmed sort of fisherman's hat. Perfect. <laughs> Can I offer them any type of benefit for this role via oversight by giving them places to avoid line of sight of the people that I've seen come out? Heck yeah, take a boost. Get is another, there another boost, boost? Dylan. Yeah, yeah right here. here. I, got, I got one too. <laughs> All I'm saying is the party used preparation before going into a mission, so <laughs> reap the bounties. <laughs> Man, it's, it's almost like we should try this more often. Right? Behold, a danger. Alright, so. <laughs> Prepare uh, on One, Joby. two, three, four, five, six advantage. One, two, three, four, success. Suppressors. Oh Why wouldn't you have this? Four and six. Oh. I do it. With triumph. With triumph. So, one success, one advantage, and a triumph. Um, so, you, uh, you find a group of people that, from maybe they coordinated, maybe they didn't, uh, but they all seem to be wearing the same crimson color of your jacket, yeah. and they and they just they 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 even kind of look and they kind of nod like that. That's yeah, the way look, go. it's a dude. respect. It's, it's a sports respect. team thing, uh, and and you can kind of like make a show of like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then like for whatever reason though, you look like you guys coordinated to be there together, and you're one nice. One, it's one a flash mob. Yep, uh, Cass, you're, you're just dance. a ghost. You you, uh, you you look like a like an old fisherman right now. And, <laughs> So imagine he, he grows. Just he just grows a scraggly invisible. beard. <laughs> Belt of dwarven kind. Every once in a while, you just stop and just lean into somebody and tell them a story about a giant fish in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> you go up to one and got something three times that big. Let me tell you about what bait to use. <laughs> lean into one of the guys that is deployed there looking for us. Tell him a story and leave, and he just. And he's just like, just like, cut. And he just turns away from me. Leave me alone, man. I got a job to do here. Uh, What if I told you? (laughs) So, uh, for the most part, the people that you notice disembark, um, kind of, I don't want to say fade into the crowd, but a lot of them go into buildings and, and, and... I'm just Go into shops keeping like record that. of where everybody goes. For the most part, they appear to be somewhat vigilant, but for the most part, they're acting very much like tourists. Um, so they are. They're trying to do what we're doing. They're just worse at it. Yes, that's all. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. They're actually tourists. They were just cabs. You know what? I'd be okay with that. I know, right? They're fancy cabs. If one of them pulls out a pistol, I'm gonna start shooting all of them. <laughs> So as you guys approach the two bodies, you walk up to the street corner that has on the opposite side um, the jeweler's shop, um, and you wait there. You are a few minutes early, um, so you, you're not too surprised when you don't see anything waiting for you, um, and it takes about a good seven, eight minutes before uh, one of those black cruisers pulls up. Um, you can't tell if it's one of the ones from before or if it's uh, a third one. Um, but it pulls up to the corner. Uh, and the door facing you on the side kind of pops up like a DeLorean on the side. Nice. 
and inside you can see a, uh, a sort of a spacious seating area. Hmm. I'm going to make my way to that vehicle. And I'm going to uh, cross the street there, and I'm going to purposefully eat shit on the curb. <laughs> and when I fall down, I would like to put my surveillance tagger on the fender. Oh! Okay! <laughs> eat shit on the curb. Um, go ahead and make a, uh, a hard I was going to shoot it with one, but that's way better. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make it opposed because uh, that's fantastic. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to run over and uh, assist this random scraggly old fisherman that just fell over that I legitimately have no idea is him getting the same change. Hey, uh, are you okay? Ooh, I actually fail. Okay. Um. So you uh you eat shit and you you reach over to um basically like put the tiger on and you see somebody kind of like like. Over in the window, uh, you see a, um, you can tell from the cap that it's military, that it's, uh, sort mm. of the flat top, sort of the, uh, the cadet hat, I guess. is Just coming story. down far enough to cover their eyes? Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and, uh, as you kind of fall down, uh, you just basically get the sense that he's just, and, uh, if you, if you were to finish reaching, you would you'd probably see the, mm. the under. So just bail out of it and yeah. keep going. Oh, yeah. Hey, are you you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Pick him up I'm by his fine. collar and like set him down. Oh, thank you, young man. Is that live? Nah. Hey, uh, I'm gonna shoot one on it. Is this us? Um, I'm gonna like peek in the in the door. Is that that like... is going to be a contested uh, uh, check, unfortunately, because um, you are shooting a vehicle. And... All right, maybe I'll wait on that then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna like peek in. Is there anybody inside? There is. Uh, yeah. So the Wookiees are just Duarte. kind of like around. Uh, what the and fuck is this? Inside, you see uh, you see uh, a familiar looking figure who is lean and has angular features on his face, um, with the deep blue and the red eyes that almost seem to glow in the low lighting. Immediately uh, announce himself as a Chiss. Um, the undercut and the uh, combed back top of the head is still as crisp as ever, military. Um, he is not wearing any bandages or anything like that. However, you do see a brace around one of his wrists. Mm. Uh, and uh, as you sort of like kind of awkwardly wookie peek your head in to see <laughs> that he's there. Um, so this, the seats basically are facing like one way and then opposite of that on the right is he sitting kind of like in the middle of another row. Mm. So it's almost like a limo in the fact that the seats are all facing one another, so it looks like it's designed for people to get in and kind of, like, have eye Have a time. meeting. Um, and you notice that uh, he, while wearing in uh, a sort of quality, tailored, like, uh, military suit, he also has a jacket, sort of, um, like, a rain jacket that's partially on as well. He has one of his legs crossed over the... Um, across over the other and his hands are gloved in very very thin material and in one hand he just has like a cigarette and you can tell from the amount of smoke in there that he's been smoking for a while is us? yeah I'm gonna get in and I'm gonna sit right next to Aqua <laughs> Cleaver get out of the car please apparently I need to get out my dad's car <laughs> I'm in my mom's car. <laughs> Get out my car. Oh my God. What oh, is the oh, plan? 
I'm second, get a car. Second floor of the building I'm in, straight across the street, second floor. That's where we meet. It's secure. It's been swept. Hello. Hello. Uh, excuse me, uh, gentlemen. Our meeting is on the second floor. No. Come on in. I'm getting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just climbing. I'm just going to open my comms. Leo, one of you, please get in the car. <laughs> but for real, please. <laughs> as soon as you like try to sit next to Akla, he will slide to be in the far corner. So basically, he will put distance between both of you. I mean, I mean, I showered today. Yes, but you're also soaking wet. Uh. Rio, I, Rio's gonna try to guide the group around to this car and just kind of like try to just slide in the car real quick, like, like just. Ah, Aqua, hello. There you are. What do you want now? I'm in the car. Yeah. You know what we need. Do your thing. Oh, are you? Oh, are you just gonna sit in your second I'm... story? Yeah. I hate you so much right now. The car only has room for so many people. Handle the business, and we will remain outside in case forces outside require our attention. Be aware there's no tracking device on your vehicle. Don't get kidnapped. (laughs) (laughs) I assume you're talking to your companions. Of course. Uh, I assume they're nearby. Of course. Thank Christ, I'm not actually on the second story, or I might have to fucking shoot him. (laughs) (laughs) So... Do with what? <laughs> Defensive already. That's great. <laughs> what didn't you have anything to do with? That's an odd way to start the conversation. <laughs> what are you here for? Several <laughs> things. What is he? I, but but before we get to the business <laughs> at hand, I have an assumption. Well, let's let him answer. Yeah, no, I I got you. I'm so I'm a negotiator these days. Con- continue your. Uh, oh, we know. He's gonna. Put out a cigarette, and he's going to reach over into one of the cupboards beside him. He's going to pull it open, and it kind of like folds down. And inside, you see several bottles and glasses. And he's going to kind of reach in, and he's going to grab uh, four cups, and he's going to pull a bottle of some blue liquid. Um, and he's going to uh, reach across, and he's going to hand each of you a cup. And he will pour himself, or no, he'll pour you guys, and then he'll pour himself uh, about two fingers each. Um, and you get this sort of really fruity bouquet from it. Mm. Um, very complex, but uh, definitely not. Is it, it's like a clear blue, I assume. Yes, okay, yes, so it's you like can a see clear through blue. it. It's not translucent. Thick blue. It so is not it's thick. milk. In fact, it, milk. Uh, it pours sort of like um, uh, like it's it's blue raspberry frothy, lemonade, but it's got like a, mm. like a lightness to it, um, and it kind of. Uh, Almost, almost like floats. a thin foam. Yeah, it almost like, but it's but it's like a solid liquid that just seems to like almost float into your cup. It's a solid liquid that floats. It's as if it floats. God, it's that's that's like damn it! <laughs> Rio, Rio we got for someone else to drink. He drinks. I'll drink. I'll take a sip. I'll drink. Water. I'm on the roof. <laughs> well, go ahead and finish. I'm glad because. I thought you were here to uh, collect on what I owe you. So, and by that I mean my life. I thought you were here to kill me. Just as now. 
Wait, wow. you owe us your life? Did someone please leave their comma? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At least one of them did. Yeah. Wait, possibly yeah. all of them. Wait, he thought we were going to kill him, so he didn't come alone? So he thought... Anyway, uh, about the hit on Jackie. Akla set us up to kill like six people because he thought we were going to kill him. <laughs> we're not here to kill you. Not yet. Yeah, I don't think you uh, would have openly approached the vehicle if that was the case. No, no it probably would have blew it up. He left both of them in with all those grenades on them. <laughs> This is plan B. <laughs> what was he going to do? Kick him out and see him? <laughs> You can't get in here. Yes, I can. <laughs> Stop me. Stop me. How dare you? I have all of the fuses. These uh, are all armed. <laughs> Good luck. They're all, all dead man switched. All of the fuses switched. are wired together, yep. so I pull one and they all go. Um, I can take this to you. All right. Well, I suppose the best way about this is that uh, I thought you were here to kill me because you have a price on your head. Oh, do we? Yes. Well, that's news. What's How much? That? Is it a high price? Is it like if I had to guess, on? it was. Um, it is currently a confidential, mm. um, and it is not something that is being broadcast due to the sensitivity of it. Who issued it? Oh, we know. If I had to guess... I to tell us, shut the fuck up. These kind of shadow operations happen very infrequently nowadays, but they used to be fairly common in the um, formation of Imperia proper. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe it's the Inquisition. Well, that makes sense. I believe that... Uh, I could see that. They are after you. And I thought when... I heard that they had some of your troop um, that they were hunting. I thought it was some of you. And I thought that you were here to strong arm me into, I don't know, getting them back, something to that effect. Who do they have? I don't know. But last I heard, they were in pursuit and had them cornered in a section of the city. Mm. And I thought it was perhaps one of you and... Do you know which section? We do. Can we know? <laughs> I mean, if there are troops, and we have a price on our head. No, like, I mean... Your group. And your current attire. I can only imagine that by revealing that information, you plan on disrupting this that investigation in some way. Oh, honey. We probably... (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought. Oh, honey. God damn. You understand that if I was to divulge that information, I would be at great risk to myself. Hmm. I'll leave your name out of it. Yes, as you are putting the barrel to fellow officers, you won't shout... Akla sent me bitches. Well, that's true. We would, that, would, that would be a terrible way to send yeah, somebody we would, off. We wouldn't want to do that. That's, that's weird to name drop your name before you kill someone. That's my point. Name drop someone else as you kill who's, who's like somebody you hate? In the, in the they could have told us. Yeah, they could have told us. 
You know, there was that one investigator that he really didn't like from right? the very beginning. Is he still working? In session one, whose name <laughs> I must not have written hmm. down. It's Otis. It I'm impressed. Name. I'm really impressed, actually. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> well fucking done, sir. Yeah, I didn't write it down. That would be creating a smear campaign against uh, another officer. You fucking hate that I mean, guy. He did. Not. I mean, we saved your life. He's as corrupt as they come. However... If Are this you created an investigation, which again it is the Inquisition. Church. What if we created if they this? Were to well, we would. Think we that would back be. to me. Not only would my career be over, but so would likely my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you value more? That's a dumb question. Can I have it all? Yeah, I mean, I'm just asking a question. Like, if you had to choose, my life. It's a dumb question. It's not a dumb question. There's a lot of people that die for their jobs. Yep. Hmm. Dumb people. It's like us. <laughs> See Death Star. Well, if you weren't here to <laughs> take that information or my life, what are you here for? I have a couple of questions. You dead drop me for questions? Yes. Think about that. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> Don't actually hit him for... So we need what the DNA in mm-hmm. uh, So we've got a DNA sequence that we need to run. Does this have anything to do with your primary reason for being on planet? Maybe. Maybe not. We just How need the. In- we need access to the system to run it. I need, you need access. You're not there. I'm. I'm telling that to him. Oh, yeah, sorry. They can hear me. He can't. Yeah. I need access to run it. How do you mean? I need access you to the system. You want to be allowed into the Imperial Garrison right. and run your DNA sample through our crime lab? Yes. That's not going to happen. Okay. I, I can't exactly walk up. I can't exactly walk up it. to them and say, "Hey." We have a tourist group here. Well, it's, I don't think if you can. You I don't think I have to spin it as a tourist out. group. New recruit, Javier Bardem. <laughs> Subcontractors could be a subcontractor from Offworld. Special investigator. <clears throat> I can understand. I can spin it a lot of ways be, here, Akla. I can understand why this would be really important to the group. If that is indeed a sample of our killer. I want to see them taken out as much as you guys do. Probably less, because I'm not going to get paid as much as you. But there is potentially a... Accolades. Uh, accolades, exactly. If we... Accolades. Well, as you say, spin this... Accolades. That's what I said. So, what I are we saying... Is I can take the sample... God, that just will not go away. Fucking uh, plane, man. The, the Imperials are just <laughs> moving stuff. <laughs> it's a Death Star! She's <laughs> <laughs> a Star Trek. prison ship, man. Yeah, it's low ammo, you know. yeah, they're picking up another another group of people. Um, Fucking what plane. I can do is I can take the sample and I can run it. Um, the problem with that is that I can't submit something to the crime lab that does not have a case number attached to it, which means that I would have to either falsify a case number or attach it to a case that is unrelated because as soon as this gets flagged in the system as potentially being the DNA of our killer, if that was to be revealed many different forces would use that information to try to track down your killer. So it would take a bit of work 
But I think... I think yeah, can't we... you attach it to like an old cold case or something? Like something that no one's really looking at? Even to open an old cold case um, flags it with a timestamp and uh, has to be pushed through. Cause... You, you guys falsify stuff all the time. Wink. Nice try. <laughs> <clears throat> that is possible. I can, if it does flag with somebody who has any kind of history with the Imperials or is in our database, I can bring their information to you. Know that I would be disobeying direct orders in order to do this. Flag. Aren't you disobeying direct orders by being here right now? No. What orders are you disobeying? My primary job right now is the uh, apprehension of the of the Ripper. Correct. It's one of our largest, most prestigious cases right now. Understood. Um, so if I had that information in my hands and I did not report it, I would have to report it at some point. But if I was to delay start. Yeah. that... I can I can work something out with you guys. I would appreciate it if you would if you had that information, you would act on it as soon as possible. How about if we give you four samples to run, one of which is the one that we need, then you don't know which one is the right one. Gives you plausible deniability. I would like to know who the Ripper is. Understood, and we will release that information to you with a time delay so that we get our head start. But it makes it so that you're not as liable for it if it gets found I like earlier. where your head's at, but running four samples only makes things more difficult for me to slip it through into a into a case. Mm. I'm down for him running the samples, see what else we can get, Rio. I don't That's think it's, I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal. I think we have you run it. And then we'll I would be happy to. And I'll hand it over. Put it into a pouch on his on his belt, and he's gonna click it close. <clears throat> I don't know how fast I can do this. I'm gonna need to find a case where I can. Uh, it's not cold enough that it's unusual for me to pull open, but it's um, bloody enough that multiple samples can go through without it being too unusual. Again, this definitely depends on who it is, because if I run the sample and it flags a a high-ranking corporate officer or something to that effect that will flag in our system. I, I don't know how well I can Is there like a diagnostic mode that your system can run in where it'll do live tests but won't no. report back to the main frame? There are too many security things to prevent us from being able to falsify documents or change information like that. Hmm. If I scan a sample in and it's a wanted criminal, it will alert the system that a wanted criminal's DNA has been processed. And so anyone who is on the lookout for that wanted criminal will be aware. Yes. It's that makes sense. As, as, and out of, as an out-of-character, you guys are kind of aware of something similar to this, where if you guys are tracking a bounty, um, bounty hunters oftentimes will um, receive updates that a person's sample or likeness has been seen at a certain Last known whereabouts yeah. kind of and thing. And so that gets uh, uploaded into a dossier that people who um, are searching for it, someone yeah. can have access to that. Um, and this is roughly the same system that you guys are asking Akla to go in and, and run through. Gotcha, so there is, he's, what he's trying to communicate is that there is a risk that if this turns out to be some huge name, it might, it might blow up. And so he might not be able to keep it under wraps for long. Makes sense. 
we're not going to know until he runs it. So, I don't... Yeah, seems good. Yep. Secondary objective. You can leave this one clear. That's not the only reason we're here. I see. You do know that I owe you a favor. Right, and that's mutual, because you're getting something out of it. We're helping solve your biggest case. Eh, I'm breaking my orders in order to provide you guys with your contract. Are are we not helping solve your biggest case by providing DNA evidence that is... The one that you're going to get paid for? Well, none of you guys have offered to work me into this contract at all. Didn't you say you were getting it paid but less than what we were? So don't you have some... I'm not doing this for a paycheck. I don't Mm. hunt criminals to get rich. I do it because I am passionate about my work. Sure. Sure. Smart move. It hasn't worked out for us. (laughs) 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 Oh. You all just chuckled. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, what I want is I want to be the one you turn the river into. I have no issue with that. Both alive or dead. I'm that when the call is made for an apprehension, it's you. It'll go directly to you. We'll need a new contact number for him. We had, we had a one contact burn, but I'm down. We'll need a contact for you. Understood. He's going to uh, pull out a uh, another communicator um, mm-hmm. from his belt, and he's going to say, "This has multiple uses. However, it only links to uh, my messages." Put it in my coat. I will be able to. If I need to call you back, I will do so through that communicator. Okay. If it is compromised, destroy it, please. Because I will do the same. We're following another lead on something unrelated. Unrelated to the river? As far as we know. Okay. Uh, And we're hit with a snafu of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, It's putting it lightly. uh, And... We need some very sensitive information. Imperial information. The whereabouts of your supposed companions that are being hunted right now? I mean, that would help too, but that's not what we're here for. That would be great, but that's <laughs> that, that's now third on the list, now that you've mentioned it. Oh, something else. I see. Something a little more sensitive, probably. How sensitive? We need a personnel and prisoner manifest of the what's the name of the show? Perdition. Perdition. Why? Uh, my uncle Fester's on there and I gotta make sure that it's actually him. My mother's You're gonna be is he, is he really going to have to make one? Because I'm pretty sure literally everybody on Imperia knows that is bullshit. Leo is trying hard not to laugh, and he's going to have to take a setback. You're, you're going to have to choose to fail or make a roll for... Uh, uh, it's going to be a... Roll it. Uh, Fuck it. You might succeed. It. It is going to be a uh, three reds. Uh, <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. Duh. And a setback. And a setback because Rio's about to laugh. Uh, uh, and it's <laughs> deception. Deception. Okay. 
Here we go, lads. Oh, boy. Succeed. It'll be the best roll of the night. Oh! Oh, you know? Nope. Nope. So close. That was frighteningly close. So close. close. Frighteningly close. Failure with despair. Yeah. No success. No no success or failure. Just Just despair. Regret and despair. Yeah. No no failures and no successes is still failure. Yeah. So it's failure with despair. Um, And so... My understanding of the rules with despair... That's not a topic of conversation that I'm going to have with the likes of you. Alright, that's it. Don't push. Fair enough. I can't lose the contact. That's fair. Uh, it's about the whereabouts of our friends. Can we you alluded that? that we could talk about that. I suppose it's better than talking about... The perdition? Yeah. Imperial prison ships when you're loaded with explosives. Um... <laughs> That's what the setback's for. <laughs> this Strong isn't, negotiations. <laughs> this isn't loaded. Strong <laughs> negotiations. Last I heard that there were those looking for the warrant on your guys' head and they tracked two of your members to the um, uh, water refinery section of the city. And, uh, Son of a bitch. And as far as I know, they have been on the run for the greater part of a day now. Son of a bitch. As far as I can tell, that's that's all I know about the subject. They have not been apprehended yet, and I only know the sector of the city that is currently on lockdown. But there is an active Imperial pursuit what do you know about that section of the city and it, what's going on right now outside of outside of uh, as far as I know our crew there are several um, water reclamation centers designed in order to reclaim some of the rain that falls into fresh drinking water mm-hmm. um, there's also several um, um, corporate cooling systems that run through that um, have various um, cycling materials that go through there in order to be cooled for use um, and there's also the runoffs, that uh, large maze of tunnel work that goes under the city that um, um, displaces most of the rain that falls on the city out back into the bay. Um, I don't know much about it down there other than oftentimes we have had to pursue criminals in the past through there as a hideout, and there's usually a relatively high vagrancy population that tends to take advantage of the tunnels. But uh, the dangers there generally um, sort of, for the most part, do our work for us as far as keeping people out. Hmm. Mayor Blubs. Is there any light rotation on the... I could make a couple inquiries... State that it's about um, uh, in non-related procedure, and we want to make sure that we don't step on any toes uh, of their current investigation. And I can get you maybe um, some light information about where they have the final barricades or their their, their final uh, what do you call it? Sorry, out of perimeter. Their, their perimeter is at. 
Um, outside of that, I don't think I can dig any deeper than that without raising suspicion. That would be perfectly fine. All right. I'll need a few minutes for that, but I can try what I can. And I believe that that is equatable to the dead. I can still so. work again in the future, but this is this is what I owe you. That works for me. Life for a life makes sense. Seems almost poetic. Almost. It might be worth just asking him if uh, those six or seven nondescript people hanging around are with him. So since so since we're we're now just buddy buddy and you know we're kind of we're all we're all, we're all paid up here. Of course we are. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> those six or seven people that showed up here are they with you? Because you thought we were going to kill you? They were a precaution. Oh, okay. They uh, did not know the reason why we were running through this this part of town, though, if that helps. Mm. Um, I did not tell them we were meeting with you, or else that would have likely gotten back to command. Um, they are running drills. Um, mm. We have a procedure going through common areas and looking for wanted people and criminal activities and things like that in clean clothes. Um, call them the sweeps um, but how often do these sweeps happen uh, irregularly um, if we have too much of a schedule it becomes too predictable Fair. point is is that um, in high crime zones we send agents out and clean clothes and gather reconnaissance um, and if they find anything of interest we act on it but for the most part this is just a drill and they are aware um, so they're not likely is looking for specific warrants and contracts right now. Speaking of, if you have... hand in case you did come for my head. That's why they were so findable. <laughs> in shit duty. Walking around in the rain. If you, you do happen to hear what our bounty is, you could just, just send that on over. I'm just curious. Bounty he brought people who, if we'd been here to kill him, would have died not knowing the reason why. That's government. <laughs> That's government for you. The bounty amounts uh, are, are warrants only get bounties when they want to make it public knowledge. And right now, it is mm. not. If they decide to outsource, um, I will try to give you guys a, a fair warning first. But my recommendation for you now is you need to keep out of any Imperial spotlights. You need to oh, not draw attention to yourself as much as possible. We'll do our best. Any, you're likely, the nature of your, your, your dark warrant makes it um, so common troopers likely aren't going to recognize you until they put a um, APB out on you. I think that's the APB, right? Yeah, you got it. You're good. Um, Crappy game. Yeah. Um, but any uh, officer of ranking is probably going to know to at least be able to look out for you if they don't if not, why? Makes sense. And that's all I can offer you. I cannot shield you from anything else. Eh, figures. Alright. I'm breaking down shop here. Let's head to where uh, the mayor was. Well, we appreciate you meeting us, Akla. Mm-hmm. We good? You good? I think so. Give me yep. about five minutes and I'll have what little information I can provide to you. Perfect. So I'll wait. Mm-hmm. He excuses you from the vehicle, though. 
as I get out, one of the grenades falls off my bandolier, and I like reach back in to grab it. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're new. Sorry, we're we're not we're not really here for your head. I think you peed a little. Never again. <laughs> You really got to secure those better as I'm like pushing them out. <laughs> My bad. Um, so unless you guys do anything unusual, uh, it's going to be a like few drop minutes, grenades, um, and then the door of the vehicle will reopen, and he will basically kind of like take a half step out, and he will reach, and he will hand a small uh, data chip out. I will take it. Good luck. I was going to say the same to you. Take care. Don't be mad. <laughs> Don't be mad. It's going to give you a look. And shortly thereafter, it's going to hum to life and it's going to just kind of pull away. Well, that went well. Something about a mayor? Yeah, we should uh, head north. Yeah. Okay. Hail cab. I'll stick my leg. While we're here, I want to get some ramen, though. Are we anywhere near the soup shop? Yeah, it's right, yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right next door. Yeah. It's right next door. I'm, I'm gonna pop. I'm gonna pop over. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna um, get some ramen. Yeah, we'll get you, some can, ramen. you can get some pot noodle to go. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty easy. Uh, they uh, same thing we usually do. Five to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, what they do is they just have this giant bowl that they prepare it for like you know ten fifteen minutes, and then they just kind of scoop yep. in hand and yep. scoop in hand and. And like keep that up, and then they have a second one that, as that one gets about halfway down, they'll start the second batch. So by the time that that's empty, they have another one, and they just keep alternating back and forth in like these giant like lock pools, basically. Heck yeah, yeah. sounds bomb. So while they're it's grabbing so food and probably eating a bit and hailing a cab and whatnot, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to a place where I can uh, have a pretty good vantage uh, over the area, and I want to watch the um, the sweeps team. Uh, Reconverge there, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to see like how they go about doing it and what positions they took. And I didn't get to see them set up, but I can I can watch them as they watch move them take down. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and make a uh, average perception check for me, please. Um, yeah, almost yeah, that's better. You can also do knowledge warfare if you want. Perception will work. Why are you throwing things in there? Wow. Mm-hmm. They're one old. advantage. One advantage, no successes? Yeah. <laughs> they are su- surprisingly uh, disciplined was a piece of at their job. Uh, they, they look You're like they're casual people. They move around uh, in a very sort of organic fashion. Um, it would be, if you weren't alerted to their presence, um, maybe you would notice them, or maybe they might slip by. Alright. Yeah. So we eat, we munch down this delicious ramen. So do you munch it before you leave? No, I'm munching. No, we're no, gonna get I'm it to go. in the cab. Okay. We're in a hurry. Uh, so you get the cab, which there's plenty in the area. In fact, that's the most common vehicle you guys see is public transportation. Um, and so a large van will sweep by and pick you guys up with all of your pot noodles and um, one by one you guys can hop off the street corner and return to the, the van. Salad. So you all gather up again. No ramen. And we're jiggling a salad north mm-hmm. to the blubs. All right. So you are heading to the um, 
the basically the, the sewer section of town, mm-hmm. the, uh, the water reclamation plants and all of that stuff. It's very industrial. Um, it's northwest of the peninsula that you guys were on uh, that had the CNCR. We should have brought um, blood drop. I just want to say... Aqua literally just told us to avoid Imperial areas, and we're like, where's their fucking thing at? We're going there! Well, we have to get inside the Imperial Cordon to uh, exfiltrate people the Imperials are looking for before we can uh, assault the Imperial prison ship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be the worst. This is why Aqua likes us. This is why Aqua fucking hates us. He hates that he owed us his life, and you know it. So, um... He is going, or uh, so he provided you with a data chip that if anyone pops it in and looks at it, yes, uh, one of the major things about it is that there are, um, I'll say color um, uh, coordination as far as the details. It shows you kind of like a like a, a very rough topographical map, and you can see that part of the districts has several checkpoints around it, mm. um, and you can see that there is. Um, Several points that if you access the data of them uh, up here as Imperial um, um, blockades, Imperial pickets or something like that. Uh, However, there is a greater number around the perimeter of um, corporate security. So it looks like the Imperials have um, taken in assistance from uh, a different group. Uh, And uh, in order to make sure that the perimeter has multiple points around it. Um, this information also highlights where, um, because of where most of the checkpoints are, it also has the secondary effect of where a lot of the entrances into the main area that are currently being uh, surveyed are. Um, so you kind of get at a, at a glance that these are guarded for a reason. Uh, the highest concentration tends to be in like the warehouses and... Um, like water reclamation facilities and stuff like that. Um, Likely not because they plan to go through there, but because they want to secure assets um, from potential, you know, counterattack and stuff like that. If that makes sense. Like we're hunting a criminal and we don't want them to like go into a a factory and hold people hostage or or blow up stuff. Make sure we do. Is there a uh, any kind of concentration or focus on where uh, Gitska's hideout was, where Mayor Blubs is? Um, go ahead and make a, let's see. Oh boy. Survival? No, this isn't so much survival. This is more tracking patrols. Um, knowledge <laughs> warfare. Tracking? Okay. Um, Possibly computer patrols? Uh, utilization of the data? No, because uh, the data is something that you already have. Um, you're trying to interpret the data. Um, so I would say... Knowledge warfare... to follow or find tracks? No. This <laughs> Probably is, knowledge warfare. This is... Uh, troops I mean, are, let's this go with knowledge warfare. Knowledge so warfare. Form it is. Because what this is, is this is troop deployments, and you're trying to uh, root out their strategy by the data that you do have. Possibly streetwise to get it from the other angle, the angle of a criminal. What difficulty? Either one of those I would accept. Um, the difficulty is going to be hard because you are. Um, oh, fuck me. You I have, have a three and streetwise. You have a secondary knowledge that. of no. the events. You can make the roll if you like. Okay. You get a boost. I will assist you. And it's hard, you said? It is a hard check because it's yeah. not live information. 
It is um, as it was reported. Do you have any ranks? I have a rank. I have one rank. rank. Okay. So one I rank, three cunning. I have two ranks. Yep. For streetwise? You have two ranks? I oh, do, yes. I have two. Oh, there you go. Okay. We're pretty smart about this. Oddly pretty enough, wise we're about pretty the street. Wise. Pretty street. Nope. Wise in the motherfucking street. Oh, fucking Christ. Okay. But there's a triumph in there. Yeah. Uh, triumph and a threat. But no success that be. Okay. Can we get a reroll with the triumph? I'm not really sure that's the purpose of a triumph. What can we get with the triumph? What would you think would be reasonable um, as far as an inquiry? You can't have the information you're looking for, but you might have gained some information about the situation that is peripherally related. Can we uh, get a feel for um, where they intend to focus next? Like where where the investigation is proceeding, mm. where the so search the, is proceeding, the, you're able to um, see that there are areas that they have basically locked down. Um, that via your information, they have basically cleared out a section, locked it down, shut bay do- uh, blast doors, posted troopers there, and no one has gone in or out of that spot. And they are slowly um, chipping away at it. Your information about where uh, Gizka's uh, personal hideout is is um, still fairly deep within the um, unchecked zone, um, but you know that if they've been doing this, and this is their current state that they're at, that uh, it'll only be a matter of hours before they mm-hmm. probably are there. And that's from whenever Akla's data was. Right. So he may not have gotten that data live streamed to him mm-hmm. that may have been the last report that they were able to get which who knows that's how to stand on that so we're going to have to go quiet mm-hmm. we probably want to make tracks to Gitska's hideout as fast as possible I think that's that's the only reference point we have start there and move home yeah that's a good plan when are we we're meeting Zeke tomorrow morning uh, is that what it was yes it was the same day no, he was going to reach out to us once he talked to his contacts. Yep. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't going to report to you guys because um, he was Principal. going to meet you at the junkyard. Um, the time of which I do not remember, so we can put it for tomorrow morning. And that's that's fine. Looking for. Yeah. We just have to not be in prison at that point. <laughs> Good luck. Or dead. Yeah. Same difference. Might as well be dead. <laughs> we go up to the prison. We ain't going back to jail. Big bars can't hold me. Either way, it's out of the can. So you guys are faced with a large area, um, and you have a cursory knowledge of the deployment of um, what more or less is resistance to your plan. Um, but you do not know how up-to-date that information is. Uh, could be um, immediately recent, or it could be hours, or things like that. So we'll go, we'll taxi as close as we can, mm-hmm. reasonably get in a taxi. Uh, and then we'll have to, I assume they have some sort of perimeter? Yes, so the perimeter isn't necessarily... Um, like walls and walls and walls and people in a line. What it is is it's entrance. It's major points of uh, uh, entrance and or an entry and entry exit. Ingress, egress, and exodus from ingress. Uh, and, I'm trying to it, it's fine. It's fine. Ingress and egress. 
ingress and egress from the uh, from the area that they're in, um, mostly the underground parts of it. Um, so the surface level stuff they have um, taken care of. That's considered to be uh, secure. Um, however, you do believe that they are focusing their efforts internally. Okay. Remind me how we got to uh, the hideout before. There uh, are several runoff tunnels, basically, that um, dot the coastal area, um, and uh, they are able to, if you can get up into one, basically, you just follow it, and there's walkways that are, um, like, uh, metal mesh walkways that are suspended above the water. There's also sometimes, like, a lip on the side as well for, like, people to be able to get onto and, like, work on pipes and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, uh, aside from the walkway, it's usually just, depending on the water levels, just pure, like, water underneath the walkway for about, like, 10 feet on either direction. Or sometimes there's, you know, different lips and junctures and things like that. But um, you do notice that as you are moving about, it, it kind of... Uh, I wouldn't say radically changed structure and size, um, but it was very, like, you would sometimes would be in an open area, and that had a certain purpose, and then it would have, like, runoff that came in from here, so that one would be especially large because there was two and stuff like that. So, kind of almost cobbled together. Like, as mm-hmm. they came up with more more needs or, or different uses, they would mm-hmm. kind of, like, just kind of plug something in and then have to catch up. Work around it. Well, yeah. We've yeah. been through here before, and... Sonata has a good sense of direction, so we'll rely on that and try mm-hmm. and make our way over familiar ground, yeah, as long as there's not resistance. Um, unfortunately, with your role, you weren't able to determine any specific um, uh, weaknesses to the the perimeter, um, but you can kind of get a, um, a casual sense of where they don't have, like, headquarters or hard points basically like you know these are the exits that we had posted but this is kind of like very far away from one of their central command places and stuff like that um, so you think that we get by getting almost entirely to the coast and going into one of those runoff areas that uh, that's where they're um, sort of weakest uh, as long as you don't get seen by any patrol boats so because it is the coast they, part of their perimeter is they have uh, patrols of um, basically hypercraft out on the water. Alright. So I have night vision goggles. You have a strange sense of where people are. He has a scanner. With our powers combined, you have a good perception. Yes. Um, while we're driving there, after getting frustrated with the map and not being able to sort anything out about it, I just want to kind of lean back and just, like, kind of focus on just, like, Gitska and where, where is he, like, what's going on here. Okay. I'm going to try a force-seek power How check. How does that work? Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know a good way to describe how force-seek functions. Oh, no, you don't need to tell me narratively. How ma- okay. Help me uh, oh, mechanically, mechanically, and then um, I will let you know. With two we'll... force pips, I can determine... The relative location and direction um, of a person or object that is known to me, mm-hmm. and I get a detail kind of about like where they're at, what's going on there. I get like a, a general idea hmm. of yeah. what's going on there. Kind of like with a, a, each a, additional force pip, I have a magnitude ability that grants me three additional details. Okay. So if I get three pips, I get the general info, and then three details. With four, I'd get six details. That's a lot of details. You're 
really going to challenge me to... I'm going to go to information. Um, is it anything that is contested? Um, is it it is technically that... a force power, and I am trying to use it on someone that is known to be force sensitive. Okay. So if um, he is not aware... I, I'm not trying to disguise like who I am or anything. Mm-hmm. So if he's not aware through the force of who's reaching out or if it's friend or foe, mm-hmm. then he might try to resist it, which would probably be discipline, which would suck. Okay. But... Um, yes. So... Could you just go after avidity? Uh, hit... Uh, well, you could try anything. Yeah. Could he substitute a searchy uh, skill in place of discipline? Um, so... The thing that I would have you roll um, for dis- for discipline is not whether or not you succeed, if that helps. The, it would determine the, the nature of how things played out. Mm. Like whether or not he knows who it is that's reaching out kind of thing? He, something to that effect. I can clarify if you want to go for that. If your instinct is to reach out for Gizka, um, he does not fight it. Because I will tell you that he doesn't have the skill to fight that. Okay. Um, but he he could make a, a, a close Do discipline it. check, but the discipline is is not for that purpose. So what's the discipline for? Uh, so, like I said, it's the nature of, of the interaction. Right. Like, what does success or failure on that mean, though? Because I don't I don't understand what that check means if he's not able to fight it. Um, it's something that I would play out depending on how the role went. Um, so you're not going to suffer if it helps. You're not going to suffer any. It doesn't affect you, it affects him. Okay. Uh, what's the pool? Um, so the pool is... Uh, it is going to be three red. Three red? Against this lonely little green. Mm-hmm. This is my discipline. <laughs> I mean, rip. Go for it. My discipline is not good. <laughs> but there's... Uh, so you got my light side though. nets... Three failure and a despair, which means that for him would be the equivalent of three success and a triumph against me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have three light pips, which okay. I will use all of, so okay. I can detect him, and then I get three additional details three about additional his details. Okay. surroundings and or condition. Okay, so... Um, well, That's solid. What does it actually say? For the three major details... Let me let me get the exact the wording. wording on that for you. Since there's a paragraph, and I have like half a sentence written down for a description. Okay. Um, I will let you know that as you reach out, um, you do kind of feel uh, a static. Um, not necessarily like um, something is preventing you from doing something, but as you kind of make your way kind of like mentally to kind of home in on where uh, Giska is and his situation. Uh, it's almost as if you kind of uh, move through um, uh, spider webs. There's a little bit of like uh, weird texture to the space and time that you are reaching through. Um, and uh, as you uh, reach out to this you can kind of feel that the cloud is sort of like around the point of interest that you're following, so Gizka. Um, but while you are pushing through, 
you feel other presences inside that cloud. Um, probably two, maybe three. I'm not quite sure because it's not really what the power does. But you believe that through some kind of weird resonance with the area that you're trying to feel, you feel ripples. Hmm. Not illusions, though. Not illusions. Okay. This is a because very... I can I can dispel force illusions yes, with that other bit you, too. You, you specifically <laughs> feel a tangible, real thing. Okay. But your power is not designed to tell you what that is. That's fair. You feel an unusual interference is what I'm saying. Okay. So the two gives me general location and direction, mm-hmm. regardless of current distance. The magnitude states that um, in one additional helpful detail per rank, which is three, uh, um, or path of the target when using the basic power to search for it. They can include short flashes of ph- phenomena, uh, sights, sounds, smells, landmarks, or even brief visions as determined by the GM. The example they give is the basic power would reveal that my quarry is headed in the direction of the Yavin system, but the GM may have this upgrade provide the user with an image of light falling through the leaves of large trees, giving the user an important hint as to which planet or moon in the system the target has chosen a hiding place. Okay. So, So, uh, your three details... um... Or aside from whether or not you know the general direction and... Yes, the power itself gives me the general direction and... Okay. You reach out and you are fairly certain that you are heading in the right direction for Giska. Um, that, way, that, is, that is pretty certain that it's going to be directly on the path that you guys are trying to take. Perfect. Um, you, you feel very confident that you are on the right track. Um, as far as the three details go, um, you hear the sound of footsteps clanking on hollow metal. Um, And you get this sense of, as you kind of like lean your head back, almost like um, suffocation. Um, Like there's pressure on you from all directions. Um, And you kind of focus for a moment and you feel like you might be partially submerged. And you kind of like try to pierce through that cloud, and you see this meshwork of very dull lights kind of moving back and forth over it. And aside from that light, it's almost pitch black in all directions. And you can see uh, heavy boots clanking along the top of it. Uh, and you feel the cold steel of your fingers as you kind of like reach up and grab. Jesus Christ. Yes, my job. Hmm? Second detail, um, you feel a a sense of anchorage, like you can't leave, Um, like what you're looking for is bound in some way to to something, and that's restricting mobility. The third detail you get, this is specifically about the the target that you're looking for, right? The third detail that you get is that... Um, well, the surroundings, I suppose, would also work. Like, the yeah. the hint seems very vague as far as what you're allowed to give yeah. for it, so... Um, and the third detail is the numbing cold that is 
just digging its way down to your core um, is excruciating. Um, however, there's a brief flash of warmth, um, of, of comfort, uh, and as you sort of reach out and kind of get this concept of like, like what has kind of gotten through that, 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 that hollowing pain of cold is, um, almost a, is actually a literal warmth, um, as something, uh, like a fanged maw exhales and you kind of have hot breath uh, and it smells um, coppery and uh, and uh, yeah deep so deep <laughs> we need to get to the room Blobs is in and we need to be very very careful I think there's Imperials in this facility already. Where I would guess so. I'd... No, like on top of him, basically. What makes you say that? Feeling. Hmm. You got that all that based on a feeling? I got a feeling. Yeah. All you people hey, have feelings. I, uh... I would like to do all you people in your feelings. I I would like to do a thing that I think will cost me my uh, oh, our last destiny point. Okay. I would like to uh, draw the slug thrower suppressor from my bag and screw it onto the end of my rifle. There are a hundred credits. Uh, if they are not restricted, they aren't according to the holocron. I will check the book after. Okay. Um, I'm okay with you generating items that are non-restricted. Yes, restricted um, items, I totally get that yeah, not being okay. They are a process to usually get. Mm-hmm. Either credits or salvage or rewards, things yep, like that. So if it's restricted, uh, I'll mix it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm okay with that being sort of a um, uh, potential. So like uh, Maybe that's the reality of the situation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to go looking for it and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll find out whether or not I have it later. So, <laughs> like, oh, shit. you guys pull sure, up. Um, I'm assuming you don't drive into the perimeter. Fuck yeah. Um, of course you, we do. You probably do your usual thing of crazy taxi away, through the perimeter. We'll get out. I'm just throwing grenades randomly. Yeah. Crazy taxi through the perimeter with when grenades we get out, out both sides of the car. Right. I will let the driver know that. Well, actually, never mind. Okay. You fuck you, I'll driver. Get out of here. <laughs> don't wait for us. Don't wait Okay, sounds good. And then he just basically pulls away. Uh, as you guys are standing on the curbside, <laughs> you uh, kind of like have this moment before you, you kind of come together and you start to discuss how you're going to go and what's going to happen. And as you do, flying overhead, there's a large, boxy, trapezoidal transport um, that kind of flies overhead. Um, and it's not too difficult to recognize it as a troop transport as it flies forward into the area that you are about to head into. How convenient. Fast and quiet. Grenades? Yeah, you want some? Yeah, I heard you had some. How many you want? Three. Quiet. This is not good for quiet. <laughs> fast and quiet. <laughs> fast and quiet. Grenades! I need Those a are fast and quiet, three. right? That's, yeah. I would like to put a suppressor sure on my grenade. Three. Four? Three. <laughs> 
Right. I don't have the encumbrance for four. I'm not taking that setback. The grenades on my shouldn't come out until we are absolutely sure that our location specifically is Agreed. found. Okay. Oh, I understand. I'm just distributing I'm just, so that people this have This is them. so that I'm I just have trying You're to sure make you sure don't want one. I am actually very sure. Mm-hmm. Don't ask. Okay. Are you sure you don't want one? Damn. I am. It was just to prove a point. You're fine. <laughs> So you guys uh, make your way through a couple um, side alleys and then through a couple like uh, single file uh, stairwells that generally are like you would expect to get you down to a beach or something like that. And you follow the coastline as was the original plan to one of the um, more or less runoff areas. Uh, Keeping in mind that depending on the water levels you might have to go for a brief swim. Uh, But you kind of gird yourself getting ready for this. Uh, And as you move up to um, one of the access points that you are familiar with, uh, sort of that kind of comes almost out of the cliffside and dumps into the water. Um, you see ahead of you uh, several figures currently out in front of them. Um, how are you guys proceeding? Uh, uh, can we tell from where we are uh, what they're doing? Or you need what to they look a- like? Uh, perception check for that. Oh, yeah. Um, if you are getting into visual range, though, you also need to make a uh, stealth check. So oh, yeah. I'll take point. I would like point. to do both of those things. Uh, okay. I'll let him do it, actually. I'm, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force ping. Okay. What's it? Um, no, you can do him. His you're all, you'll first. need a roll for that. Yeah, I do. Okay. How, where do, where I've do got two late. Tell me what that does. I get to uh, ping for presence or non-presence for extreme range. For extreme range. Okay. Um, you, one for the power, one for range. Yeah. Nice. So you detect a lot. Um, you, being this close to the coast, uh, you realize that what looked like a dark sheet of just tumultuous water is a massive, chaotic, fierce ecosystem. And you just, like, didn't really get that sense of, like, uh, like just kind of like looking out on this, like, obsidian water that it is just jam-packed with life underneath it. Mm. Um, and as you kind of, like, uh, are searching around, you sense ahead very clearly that there is about um, eight people up ahead of you. Um, you don't get any other details specifically other than that they're there. Um, at extreme range from where you're at... Don't even um, bother. I'm distracted by the sea life. Okay, yeah. It is... Uh, if, it basically... If each life is its own like color, it's just... Blind. Rainbow as fuck. There is so this is much better than out LSD. There. <laughs> there are swarms. There are Don't do huge drugs, presence, um, and um, you can't distinguish yep. like details or something like that. It is. I'm gonna get to probably like medium range, and then it's just gonna be like I'm not able to actually pick individual details out. There's no real point to me extending further, and I'm just gonna call it good there. Yeah. Um, but you, sir, uh, you, you kind of. Uh, Duck and weave ahead to get a line of sight on these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, stealth check first. Difficulty? Uh, difficulty is going to be uh, one red and two purples. Oh. Fucking kill it. Oh. 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 That red is cocked. It's leaning. Uh, it's it's leaning pretty it's, clear it's, what it is. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So that's that. This and this. 
and this becomes like that. Cancels that out. So, uh, four success, two threat. Uh, more than four. You've got a success oh. and a success and an advantage over there. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I lost those. There we go. All right. So, uh, actually, it's uh, six success and one threat. Six success and one threat. I didn't even see those. Um, so, with six invisible. success, you are uh, very clearly able to make out uh, roughly about eight people. Um, they are uh, armored and armed. Um, they seem to be sort of uh, definitely in a loose but attentive guard formation where they're holding position. Um, and you can see just beyond them is uh, one of the tunnels, the tunnel that you guys are actually heading for. Um, and they seem to be in uh, position to basically, if anything comes out, to basically have like a, a, an arc on it. Um, and uh, basically also to prevent things from coming up and going in. Um, they are wearing uh, black armor uh, that appears to be uh, fairly heavy, fairly sturdy. Um, unlike uh, Stormtrooper laminate, though, it doesn't cover them entirely from head to toe in a full suit. Uh, instead, it's more of like a breastplate with large pauldrons, uh, bracers, and thick boots. Um, and you can tell that uh, where the armor is not... There's um, basically like a form-fitting shirt and like baggy army pants, tight trousers um, that kind of uh, have a little bit more body to them. And their helmet uh, kind of comes down and shields the sides of their face, and then there's a visor that comes down. But for the most part, the neck and the mouth area are open. Um, and you do not recognize their affiliation or um, their organization. They're not uh, displaying... Uh... Badges or anything? Um, they are displaying a badge Patches that you have not seen. Uh, you can make a knowledge, yeah, uh, underworld education or warfare. All right. Yeah. Uh, difficulty or out of rhythm. Uh, average. Do it. Uh, yes. I succeed with okay. one advantage. You recognize them as corporate sector authority security forces. So they are, when, uh, when you think of police force, um, you think of Imperials, but oftentimes Imperial space, uh, or, or in space where the Imperials do not have a presence, corporations have a presence, and they have their own security force that they use to keep, keep law and order. Okay. So this is not um, a specific these... corporation, but a general just corporate yes. security. So specifically, different corporations will keep their own security. And so like if you try to go into... You know this tech or this this lining company or something like that. Um, they will have their own onboard facility. However, corporate space is monitored, protected, and enforced by the corporate sector security for uh, corporate sector authority security forces. And are these like hardcore like mercenary type folks, or are these like mall cops? Um. So based on what you see, you see that their armor is fairly sturdy. Um, and they are carrying blaster rifles, um, so they are, as far as at a glance, well modern, funded, well funded, um, well not equipped. Um, they're training. PNCs. Not sure. Um, you you definitely know that corporations will will employ things like mall cops and stuff like that. But at a pure glance, these guys look like they're troopers, and they're uh, currently taking care of business. That's a PMC. Cor- yeah, corporate private army. Yeah. They um, also appear to be um, 
despite their attentiveness and well-equipped nature and their formation, they appear to be somewhat laying about, kind of lounging. Probably um, bored. They are basically guarding a sewer entrance at the far end of bumfuck nowhere, and uh, they have started shooting the shit, basically, to um, pass the time. Uh, a couple of them have pulled out like a, like an upturned trash bin and is sitting on it, uh, one looks like uh, under one of the nearest awnings, they've started a fire in one of the garbage cans, and they're just throwing stuff in it. Um, but for the most part, they seem to be actively uh, on guard. This is a weird, like, kind of subjective hypothetical, but uh, how likely do I think we would be able to get from the sea to the... Uh, inlet pipe uh, without being seen. Um, like most self-checks, it would just depend on your guys' uh, ability to swim, remain quiet, and, and make it through. You know, historically many of your party members are not. And oftentimes um, their nature, uh, if someone is on guard, is very eye-catching. Um, so you would think that if you just tried to move from point A to point B, your chances are slim. But you would probably have to do something to increase those odds for it to be a viable option. Purely hypothetical, purely mm-hmm. subjective, but yep. I was just thinking. This is the inner monologue like, of your tactical appraisal. Swim under the surface to the other side of where they are and come to But um And throw a grenade way off over there so they have to go investigate the explosions. <laughs> So probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I want to solve all my problems with explosives. Hey man, we have grenades. Let's use them to solve problems. I will get That's into my money. A, a nice quiet position and uh, calm back to the group. And I will say, eight corpsec PMCs. They look bored, but they look well armed. Watching our entrance. And do keep in mind, this is one of the likely guards sections of the map that you've provided. Fucking Christ. Um, I want to suggest something, and I know that no one's going to like it. Well, on that note, <laughs> we'll take that up next session. I think this is a great place to stop, actually. We're going to get pretty deep into some planning, probably, some some hypotheticals and some situations. I, I, I want to leave a little bit of suspense for next time, how fur things he'll handle this. Um, but... Well, we're at the point where we have to decide. We we, we, we can no longer half-ass this mission. Yeah, it's either... Like, we're, we're going to either whole-ass this whole thing, ass it or, not or we're it. not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we, can't, we can't put one toe in anymore. Whole-ass the mission. We don't half-ass anything. Whole-ass the mission. Throw eight we, grenades at these guys. We whole-ass everything. <laughs> so we'll leave us there with the group trying to figure out how they're going to get through. Um, gain ingress to the... Uh, Sewage area where Giska may be hiding. Likely is hiding. Likely. You uh, made that maybe too likely. A um, couple of quick announcements before we go. Again, remember Dice Bard. Uh, expedited shipping by using the code DUMPSTATION. That's C-H-A. Um, expedited shipping because nobody should have to wait for their dice. Yep. yep. They got a lot of cool dice, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to look at their website too often because then I end up spending money and dice keep coming here. Right. That's a ton of dice. Uh, we also are going to be participating in Extra Life. That's going to be November 30. Full 25 hours of us just going ham. 
trying to earn money and uh, get donations for the Seattle Children's uh, Hospital, mm-hmm. uh, save some life. Um, our goal is uh, uh, three thousand, three grand, three thousand, uh, tripled yeah. up from last year. Triple from last year, and you can make donations now um, to count towards that. Again, this is towards Seattle Children's Hospital, so save some lives. And uh, there is if, if you click the Extra Life logo that's below the video, mm-hmm. it'll take you, you straight to the donation page. So uh, that would be wonderful. As a small reminder, September is still going on, so if you have a gifted sub, you can resub for only a dollar. Um, but the person you're subscribing to still gets the full effect of that. So make sure to share your love with all those people that you follow and you want to support. And catch us tomorrow for King's Ransom at 5.30, brought to you by Nick. It's a 5e Fallout skin, um, and it's going to be fantastic. We're having a lot of fun. I believe we just stumbled into an Enclave bunker or something like that. So, pretty exciting enclave stuff. something. Yeah. It's going to be lit. We yeah. just stumbled into an Enclave. We've been talking about this Enclave thing on social media and stuff and Spilled Ale actually reached out to Nick and is giving him like extra stuff to kill us with <laughs> unacceptable I'm sure I was thinking it might be on don't end the campaign I put a lot of work into something I put a lot of work into something I don't want it to end tomorrow okay all right so we'll call it Hellscape Mark 2 apply new templates Josh has been working very very hard on some some stuff for the and things He's oh, shown us a bit sneak peeks. So exciting. Hashtag soon. Soon, TM. Mm-hmm. It's done. So, yeah. See. Is it done? No, it's... it's it, The stuff we'll, to get it tomorrow, it's done. We'll, maybe, we'll, we'll uh, see it tomorrow? We will see it tomorrow. We'll, we'll see it tomorrow! We'll see it tomorrow. We'll see it tomorrow. Maybe, maybe a sneak peek in the sub-discord? Maybe. 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 Possibly. Maybe. maybe. Up to Josh here later. So, thank you guys again. Thank you for uh, joining us. This is the, our uh, Dubstack Christmas Monday night hunt for the Ripper campaign. Uh, I am Paul. I was your Galaxy Master. I hope you had fun. Um, and uh, we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. We love you. Hit it, Paul. We fly because we're birds. <laughs> <laughs>